Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC. Welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I'm your host, and this is my podcast. And my guest today is comedian April Richardson. So April and I go on a tangential journey, as per the usual, on uh, on the Love Alexi podcast, where we talk about a million different things uh, from the get go. We dive right into April's horrible dating disasters. We talk about uh, her on Chelsea lately. We talk Harvey Weinstein. Insta stories. I'm really trying to get her to uh, go heavy or at least start Insta storying because I'm addicted. Uh, we talk Tom Cruise, Morrissey, and uh, you know, I, as per the usual, overshare about my personal life and talk about uh, bikini line uh, mishaps and whatnot. Anyway, we talk about a million different things, is what. Um, for upcoming show dates and everything and anything else April Richardson related, go to aprilrichardson.com. Definitely follow her on Instagram at April Rich and Twitter at AP. Um, that's spelled A-P-E-Y. Check out her new podcast, Sorted Details, available on iTunes. And uh, I guess I'm just trying to really keep uh, keep this intro short and not have an 18-minute long intro like I did last week. And here's why. Not because I regret doing an 18-minute intro. No way. Uh, it's because I'm recording this intro on Halloween. The podcast comes out tomorrow. Today is Halloween, and I want to uh, get this over with so I can go out into the world and be amongst the people and uh, see if any trick-or-treaters are still trick-or-treating and just, uh, you know, just be out there in the world. This weekend, I don't know about you guys, but uh, oh my God, what a crazy Saturday night. Did anybody else uh, have the same experience I did where you performed at Comic-Con with a bunch of your friends? It was really great. Uh, And then... Uh, well, this is my story. I went to a barbecue. I didn't eat enough. I started drinking at around 5.30 p.m. I did not eat enough food to line my stomach. I left that party, went to another party, continued drinking, danced wildly, uh, started texting a guy that I was casually like making out with and hanging out with, like the most ridiculous, dramatic, passive-aggressive, aggressive, just over-the-top text. I put my phone down and my purse and I just left them both unattended with my phone charging and then I went to dance. Then I came back. Luckily, nobody had stolen my phone or my purse. So I thought, okay, great. I have hope in the world and humanity again. Fantastic. Then uh, I end up crying in public because I was having a lot of intense personal conversations with old friends who wanted to talk about a lot of the... uh, just a lot of the very intense shit that's happening on social media as of late about, you know, uh, you know, Harvey Weinstein related kind of stuff and uh, sexual assault and all that kind of stuff. So I was having these very intense conversations about those kind of things with old friends, which is all made more intense and emotional when alcohol is involved. Um, 
I managed to lose all my friends. I'm like, where did my friends go? Where did everybody go? It's like, and I didn't black out. I believe I browned out. But then two in the morning, everybody got kicked out of this party. All of a sudden I find all my friends on the street corner. We're all trying to get an Uber. I get an Uber. I end up like crying in my Uber because I was just like overly emotional. After that, uh, a very handsome man comes over to my house. I make out with him. I remember every single detail about that. That was lovely and magical. And, uh, you know, and then the next day, sure enough, woke up in the morning and was like, you know what? Never drinking again. Why does anybody let me out of my house? Don't ever let me have alcohol again. Uh, I'm staying in next Halloween. That's for damn sure. I'm definitely uh, thinking I had alcohol poisoning because I kept trying to throw up, but I couldn't. But I had this like horrible, acidic, piercing feeling in the in the core of my solar plex so that was uh that was great and um and then I just tried to put my attention on other things and stop texting my friends being like hey I hope you don't hate me um hope hope last night was fun at all sorry if I was too dramatic (laughs) and then uh you know I put my attention on other things met with a friend for dinner um and you know here we are Tuesday night actual Halloween I'm gonna be mellow but I am going to leave my house. So thank God, time, and it was only two days later, makes everything better. And uh, there you go. Anyway, so either that story will make you guys out there who had crazy wild Saturday nights or not, that story will either make you feel better about yourself uh, because you didn't get into the shenanigans I got into, or you did, and uh, my story will make you feel less alone. Anyway, if you like this podcast, if you like the Love Alexi podcast, subscribe on iTunes, rate the show, leave a comment. It really does help me grow the show, um, which is my number one obsession. It's my favorite thing. Um, you can, you know, if you want, I think you and I should be friends on all of social media, Instagram and Twitter at Alexi Wasser. Feel free to make a donation via Venmo to the show uh, at Alexi Wasser. For advertising inquiries, email dearlovealexi at gmail.com. And uh, you know what? Now I think I've said enough. I think I've said said it all, actually. Uh, I'm going to shut the fuck up so you can enjoy my conversation with the beautiful, hilarious, badass that is comedian April Richardson. Now entering Nerdist.com. Is this April Richardson? I can't believe it! Hi, how's it going? So good, how are you doing? Good, I woke up like an hour ago. Hey dude, what's up? You guys know each other. Where do you want me to sit? You want to sit there? Okay, sure. Oh my god, yeah, I woke up like an hour ago and I was running so late and just like... I didn't take a shower. You didn't? I smell... What? Yes. Well, it's okay, it's your pheromones. You're proud of it. I have visible dandruff. You do? I never wash my hair, it's such a pain in the ass. Oh, I think I washed my hair like three times in the last two days, I don't know why. Turn this off. On low. Well, then it gets boiling. When, when it, oh, thank you. Oh, my God. Well, thank you for doing this. Yeah, of course. I walked here. I mean, I live right around the corner. Oh, you so. do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Do you live alone? I do, indeed. You do? And do you... will for the rest of my life. You think likely. you will? Really? Oh, totally. How come? We're rolling. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. I'm like, oh, is this a personal catch-up? Uh, oh, uh, which I guess is what this is. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Uh-oh, can you hear that? Yeah. It's exciting. Uh, life in the city. Yeah, I, I don't know because I've, I'm old. I'm old and set in my ways. That's I'm divorced also. Like, I've already been married, so it's not a thing I'm, like, eager to do again. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Wait, not. What's, tell me about that. I was married in my 20s. To who? Do I know him? Tell me everything. <laughs> no, he's not, like, a famous guy. He's awesome. He's rad. It's just that we shouldn't have been married. You know what yeah. I mean? So, uh, yeah. 
we he was supposed to go to Depeche Mode with me last night, but couldn't go. Like we still hang out and are friendly, and he's a great dude. Yeah, but yeah, it was for uh, twenty three to twenty eight is when I was married. Twenty three to twenty eight. Oh yeah, I was a. Uh... I was in a relationship and I was engaged from like 21 to 26 or 27. I'm so glad we didn't get married. Oh my God. But he got him, my initials tattooed on his wedding finger and he still has them, but they're like fading. Right. But that makes me so happy though. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> well, are you guys still cool? Kind of. It took a while. Like now we will we'll text, but I'll still like get really defensive with him or reactive. Right. But then I'm like, oh no, there's enough distance. It's so long since right. all that happened. So now it's like I'm more mellow, but Yeah. But getting set in the ways thing. Oh, my God. Tell me about... So, wait. Are you dating anybody? None no, of my business. No. Just tell me to fuck off if I say anything. No, I don't... I have zero secret. No. In the past... My last relationship ended three years ago. I like that we're getting right into it. I was just like, this is what I want to talk about right now. <laughs> I have no... I mean, yeah. in those three years, I've gone on four dates. Really? Four dates. Four dates? Wait. So, you went out with somebody three years ago for how long? Only like six months or something. Yeah. What tends to go wrong? Because I'm single right now too, and I can feel myself getting so set in my ways. That's why I'm like talking about this because I yeah. just had this thought last night where I'm like, because people are like, aren't you lonely? Or what are you looking for? You probably want somebody. And I'm like, I'm not lonely though. I'm kind like, not either. Wait, are you an only child? I'm an only child. Same. Yeah. I usually have bangs too, but I'm growing them out. <laughs> so I identify with you even more, but now I'm like trying to. I'm, I'm but that's our small. default is being alone. Yeah. So it's I'm great. not that lonely. Yeah. It's, I do want to, I mean, I can't, I'm not like, I'm never lonely a hundred percent of the time, but yeah. like for the most part, growing up alone in our rooms yeah, in and our you know heads. what I mean? Like no one was bothering me growing up. Yeah. So why would I want somebody bothering me now? Totally. <laughs> and I feel lonely. I have a tendency to feel lonely next to someone. Like when, if I'm in a relationship, that's the worst feeling when you have those moments where you're like, oh my God, I feel like lonely next to this person yeah it's just way sadder and my two relationship my last two and were bad they weren't like chill like the f- the one before this recent guy cheated on me with four women he did and we found out and we like know each other and then this i just found out after this last guy that he was like trying to cheat on me the whole time like sliding what? in dms and stuff are you serious so i'm like okay which i i'm hesitant to say i'm too nice that's not i'm not like I'm just a per- I don't check up on I'm only saying this because I had a conversation with a female friend recently who was like oh now we live in an age where you have to like check on people's Instagrams oh and like check who their favorite is like you know what I mean where I'm yeah. like and it's not that I'm like oh I'm so cool it's like pure laziness yeah like the idea of going and checking somebody's phone or check I'm like who I'm late who cares yeah I can't do so this. I'm probably the easiest person in the world to cheat on because I'm like, I believe everything you say. Like, why would I not? You know what I mean? Although the guy guy who cheated on me with the four women was like really sinister because when we found out, (sighs) he was a guy who like anytime I questioned, like anytime I was be like, hey, we haven't talked in a minute. Like, that's kind of weird. He would like turn it to make me apologize, you know? It was that sort of thing where I'm like, oh, you're right. I shouldn't question you. And then finding out I was right the whole time was like, the worst but then it was a cathartic experience because when all the other women when we found out about each other we did meet up and like talked about it because he did like the same thing to all of us so we were like oh my god thank god we're not idiots like we felt like idiots the whole time yeah and kept telling ourselves like he's right like i shouldn't question 
his motives or whatever. And so meeting up with all them, we were like, oh my God, this is so, we were just duped by a super terrible person and we're not idiots. And that was yeah. comforting. <laughs> when, wait, when was this? When was this guy? This was three years ago? No, this was before that guy. This was an ongoing, I do talk about this on stage a I lot actually, it. because when it happened, this, I was dating this guy long distance. You've probably even heard about it. I've like talked about it on podcast because it's like the most insane thing that sounds like a movie. You will think I'm making this up and I'm not making any of it up. Yeah. Um, I met this guy on OkCupid, of course. This was, I've only had like five boyfriends my entire life. Yeah. So this guy I met on OkCupid and it was originally, he was in the army. And so he was stationed in uh, North Carolina. So, but his thing was like, I am on an army base. I can't really meet people because of that. So I'm on OkCupid. Like it was a really charming profile. And it was like, and my brother lives in LA and I just need a date to his wedding. And I don't, I can't really meet anybody to say, you know, to get that done in real life. So if you think it would be fun to go to a wedding with a stranger, like, let me know kind of thing. And I was like, I absolutely will go to a wedding with, and he was the best looking guy I've ever seen in my life. Really? What, who do you like? like? Cartoonishly. He looked like Army Hammer. He looks exactly like Army Hammer. I was going to say Channing Tatum, but Army Hammer is like great. Yeah. That's great. Like looks exactly like him. Oh my God. So, and he hit me up first and that was the thing where I was like, is this a prank? Is this my friends pranking me? Like a guy who looks like this has never talked to me in my life. Like this is a guy who would have pushed me into lockers in high school. Oh, you know what I mean? I where totally I'm like, know what, you what mean. are you talking about? I totally know. So I was like, yeah, of course I'll go to this wedding with you. And then we immediately started talking all the time. Like the wedding was months away. So in my head, I'm like, see you at this wedding. Yeah. But then he was like, here's my phone number. And then we ended up like that day talking for like six hours on the phone and he was so funny and so charming and so smart where i'm like what is happening like how this is a nicholas sparks novel come to life what is going on so then only not even a week later i was like if it gets too hot oh just tell me i'm already sweating doesn't matter i would sweat in a meat lager i have a horrible add thing where i can't operate with a fan on. Oh, okay. But just tell me if it gets too much, Aristotle. Okay. Keep going. Well, it's... I'm trying to condense it because it could no, take like five hours. This is great. I'm, no. But... You, you need to do. He... Not even a week after talking to him on the phone. And then and then we like FaceTimed and I was like, oh my God, you are the hottest person I've ever seen. Oh my God. Uh, and it, that's not the most important thing, everyone. I'm not a shallow dick. He was very smart and funny. But I'm just saying to me, it was a thing where I'm like, no, again, no one has ever talked to me who is of this... I hate the concept of leagues, but come on, I get it. No, you know I'm I mean. with you. I, I yeah, so, I have the same haircut as you usually. So I feel like, <laughs> and, and I have dark hair and pale skin, and I totally identify with what your you know your vibe. So you, I feel. Do you have a type? Do you? I find you saying that like dark hair, pale skin, and everything. Yeah, I find I'm most often attracted to dudes who look the total opposite, like blonde hair, blue eyed. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Well, okay, I I have no type. I'm attracted to like everybody, and right. I and I have been, I have been very attracted to like uh, Channing Tatum esque, like su- surprisingly to me, and Army Hammer types. But I always decide for them, just in the privacy of my own mind. Oh, they would never like me because I'm yes. the, I'm the freaky weird kook girl yes. who, who would be like working at Seven Eleven in a movie or like the like the just like the weird arty girl. Yes. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. So when they like me. Well, first of all, I implode and I get really weird, and I'm going to throw it right back to you in two seconds. But like, no, I, I'm curious. Uh, but there's this one guy who's like very tall that I that I met and who's in my life, and I had I had such a crush on him. But I just thought like I would even I would just internally implode talking to him, trying to front like I I could handle just a like casual conversation with him because he was so gorgeous, right? And I just thought he could never like me, right? And then I I was like 
trying to reconcile that my brain being like, it's okay that he doesn't like me. It doesn't matter. And then whatever. Anyway, so I just, I have a lot of emotions and feelings about uh, your typical meatheady, not meatheady, but you know what I mean? Like like, meatheady hot guys, how they feel about me, how I should feel about them, how I'm surprised that I want to fuck them. And then you watch fucking Magic Mike and Magic Mike 2 and you're like, oh my God, I'm sold. I didn't realize. Yes. (laughs) I'm the norm. I feel the same way. And coming, like growing up being a punk and stuff, I feel like I'm betraying my people. Yes. Like being into those dudes. I'm emo. They're, they're, They're the enemy. Why am I into jocks? They're the enemy. And I... And I, yeah, I'm not trying to say, I don't have a type either. Like I've, all the guys I've dated look totally different from each other. And there's no sort of, I mean, as, if a guy's nice to me and smart and funny, I'm like, let's go on a date. Like there's zero. I'm not like, you better have muscles or whatever yeah. the fuck. But when those dudes talk to me, yeah, I, and then there is part of a thing where I'm like, is this, is this the movie thing where like your friends dared you to talk to me totally. and you're going to win the bet when I take my glasses off? Like, or what, you know what I'm saying? I definitely still have that. I'm almost 40 and I still feel that way. And it makes me sad because I should be like, of course you want to talk to me. I'm a cool person. But instead I'm, yeah, it's total high school style where I'm just like, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. And that's kind of how this guy was. And this guy, make no mistake, in retrospect, especially knows exactly how good looking he is, has weaponized it. And... I and I again I'm not I don't have low self esteem I don't think I'm like ugly but definitely when I hung out with this guy like when we went out to restaurants and stuff women would crane their necks to look at him and it very much was like I was a make a wish kid who like won a contest <laughs> <laughs> like truly I could feel people being like what is he doing with Wednesday Adams oh my god wait did you ever see that episode did you ever watch Sex in the City yeah. Remember the episode where Miranda goes on a date with a yes, really hot... it was exactly like that. You guys, in case you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, there's an episode where Miranda uh, meets a cop because Carrie is robbed and then the, this cop shows up and he has a crush on... He ends up having a crush on Miranda and Miranda can't handle uh, how attractive he is so she has to... like Has like six double martinis at a, yeah. on her second date with him and fucking ruins any potential with him because she just like drinks too much. Cause she, I, the feelings in that, I felt exactly like yeah, that in that episode. Like, definitely women stared at him and stuff. And so... But he played the doting he was like i'm so into you like oh so i a week later i go what if i come visit you and he was like absolutely do it this is like six days after i found out this person existed and i booked a plane ticket for like the next day and flew there and we should have paid his time he should have paid for it (laughs) well he paid for it like we had to get he was in army barracks so you know we got hotels and stuff so anyway but i went it was amazing great i got home i had the best time did you have sex with them of course oh my god thank god but it was big private big private (laughs) I, None of my business. <laughs> well, the me. funny thing is, is when I first met him, in, I got there, we were meeting at a hotel and we met in person. And like when I opened the door, I started laughing and he was like, wait, what's happening? And I was like, I, I can't believe how good looking you are. Like, I just started laughing being like, this, are you a real person? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, oh my I mean, God. I felt like such a loser, but I was like, well, how is this happening? So it was the greatest weekend of all time. And then I got home and felt I was like, am I in love? Like, I felt like a lunatic because I'm like, am I going to date this guy? Am I in love with this guy? Like, I don't understand what just happened. I need to calm down. You know what I mean? And then I got a text from him that was like, hey, can you FaceTime right now? And I was like, yeah, of course. And I get on and he goes, he's like, I'm in love with you. He's like, I know this sounds crazy. I'm totally in love with you. Let's make this work. Like, I know it's got to be long distance because I'm in the army for X amount of time, but we'll figure it out. And he, like, sent me a schedule and was like, I can visit you th- these weekends. You can come here these week. Like, was fully into it. I love this. Same. And I was like, great. So we did that for a while. 
And then, I mean, it's seriously the longest story. Keep going. You can't leave us <laughs> hanging now. Well, so that carried on basically off and on for like three years. Three years. And the reason it would be, the first time it was off was because he completely disappeared. He was in special forces, right? So he did tell me, he was like, oh, there are going to be times, and I don't come from a military fan. I don't know anything about the military. So yeah. anything he told me, I'm like, yeah, it checks out. And I had... Everyone goes, how do you know he's really in the army? That's what I I did go stay with him on two different army bases, so it checked out. You did? Yeah, I stayed with him in the barracks. And so unless he's built a set, that was real. Did you talk to his boss? No, I never. (laughs) Yeah, I was never like, he's really a guy, right? Like he was wearing a uniform on an army base, so I believe him on that only. But he disappeared once, like literally in every sense, like didn't answer a text, didn't answer phone calls, didn't answer emails for like two weeks. And even texts that I would send, like at first I was really worried and sent texts like, are you alive? Yeah. And he didn't answer. And so for like a week, yeah, I'm like, he's in the army. I'm like, oh my God, he died. But then after like the second week, I started getting pissed because I was like, he's not dead. Like, no, he's a dick. Like I, it, for some reason in my head, I'm just like, that's not what happened. He's just ignoring me. Fuck that guy. Yeah. And so, yeah, for two weeks, complete silence on all fronts. And I just was like, I guess we broke up. Like, ghosting or whatever had never happened to me. So I just didn't know what was happening. And then he called. He called one day. And I answered him, was genuinely like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why are you calling me? I hate you. What's happening? And he goes, he was like, I'm in L.A. Please meet me for dinner. Yeah, and I'm like, no, what the hell are you talking about? And I hung up on them, and then they called back like 20 times until I picked up again. That's sexy. <laughs> exactly, I fell for it. So I was like, okay. So I go and meet him, and he gave me this whole thing. Like, there, it was like some huge army thing he had to do and go off the grid. Like, I bought it, though. Like, looking back, of course, I'm like, why did you believe him? Well, I'm kind of believing him now, too. because it, it He sold like- it as a real, like, I was in the woods doing army shit. Sometimes you're in the woods doing army yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I was it. off all grids, whatever, whatever. And I'm like okay, fully believe him, go to North Carolina the next weekend, it's back on. Yeah. So that kind of happened off and on for almost three years. He would just do sh- shit like that and disappear. I'd go, what happened? He'd explain it away or trick me into apologizing for asking. Like, I had never been manipulated that way. I'm usually a kind of like, I don't want to say no nonsense. No nonsense. Looks like a pump, feels like a sneaker lady. Yeah. But like I am, <laughs> I'm usually just like, I don't... I don't suffer fools, really. And yeah. this guy, I was sprung, man. That's like, that's gaslighting, right? Totally. Yeah. So then, finally, though, it started to die down because I just started getting tired of it. Like, I finally was just like, what is happening? This is annoying, whatever. And it started to like, and he, I'm sure you've experienced this with all dudes. They can feel you not caring anymore. Oh, and that's when they come for you. Totally. Oh. And so he had done that so many times and I was trying to, I was getting exhausted of that even. And so, yeah, finally I sent him some email that was just like, what's the deal here? Like, are you my boyfriend? Are you not? Like, are we together? Like, what is happening? This is really frustrating. I don't see why we can't just solve this something, something. Yeah. And he sent back the most condescending email of all time that was infuriating and was just like, I don't see why you have to put a label on that. Like, just that kind of shit where I'm like, okay, I'm done. Like, thankfully reading the email in my head, I was like, I'm done. You're annoying. Whatever. Not even a week later, I was doing stand-up. I was opening for Chris Hardwick, which is, like, my normal job. And, like, I'm usually on the road with him all the time. We, it was at Bonnaroo, and I was doing a set. And I don't ever talk about dating, really, in my comedy. I didn't talk about him or anything at all. I was just doing a regular set. 
But a woman who had seen me just didn't know who I was and went home and Googled me. And a picture of me and this guy came up. Oh, totally. My. And she emailed me and she was like, are you dating this guy? Because I'm dating this guy. I swear to God. And then I was like, here's my phone number. Call me right away. And I talked to this stranger on the phone for like four hours and compared notes. And then this is what's so unbelievable. The next day, the next day. I'm, I was driving from my, the hotel for Bonnaroo is like 45 minutes from the site. So I'm just leisurely checking my email in the van and I get an email from a friend of mine in Chicago that I had just known since I was a kid who, who she was writing. She was like, Hey, this is weird. I'm just curious. I was hanging out with a friend of mine last night who's dating some guy in the army. And it sounds like your guy, like she was talking about him disappearing and whatever, whatever. Oh my God. And she just was like, I, maybe it's a coincidence, but just to make sure like, what's the name of your army guy. And I wrote her back and I was like, here's his name. And she's like, that's the dude. And I'm like, give your friend my phone number. And then the three of us like three way called. And then after we had talked for a couple weeks, we found out about another lady in New York. How? Well, that had required some snooping on our part, but we just found something there was, I don't remember exactly, but it was something on his either. Tw- he only had Twitter, no cookie, but he has zero other social media. Like oh, he's smart. not on Facebook or anything like yeah. that. I mean, he said it was because the army wouldn't let him, but who knows if that's oh, true. God, that army excuse. But we found it was something to do with some, like just a link to something to something. And we were like, oh, this is where he was that weekend. And then like that lady was, t- I don't know. But I sent her an email that was like, I hope this isn't weird and too forward, but did you date this guy? Because. And she wrote right back, like, oh, my God, that guy fucked with me so bad. And same exact story. Yeah. And we think we're just four of, like, dozens. Oh. Because we're all, we all live in different places all over the country. So I think that he has a girlfriend in, like, every city. But oh he just God. And when we were putting together timelines, we figured out that, <clears throat> you know, he would be with me on a Friday and one of them on a Saturday and things like that. And he lied to all of us about how long he was in Afghanistan because that way he could, like, visit us. Like, one lady he was like yeah i'm gonna be he did go to afghanistan like he was again he was legit in the army okay. he did go to afghanistan <laughs> but he told me it was like three months and he told this other lady six months because that way he one of the times she emailed him to be like how's it going in afghanistan are you alive or dead he wrote her back kind of shame being like you know that i'm in a war zone i can't just like check my emails and he was at the arc light with me like oh watching my a movie. god yeah, he's the most sinister dude. <clears throat> so after that happened and we found out, we kept finding out details and details and details, and I kept feeling dumber. And it, it, yeah, that had never happened to me before. I had never been cheated on. I had never, I had only dated like nice dudes. And so I did ruin, I went on a date after finding that out with a guy who was rad and I kind of ruined it because when we started making out, I I was like, you don't have a girlfriend. Like I was fully like, you're not dating anybody, right? Like, it's cool that we're making out. You don't have a girlfriend. Are you cheating on anybody? And he was just like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I just, this thing just happened. And I think that scared him off. Really? Yeah. That was three years ago. It ended three years ago. It ended more than, it ended like four years ago. Ended four years ago. Four and a half Then you had a cool guy that maybe, I mean, you didn't ruin it. I mean, it was just bad timing. It wasn't meant to be probably if whatever, whatever you believe in or. Yeah, that's, I I have a problem with, I only get like one crush a year. I don't like a lot of people. Like not in a bad, I like a lot of people. I don't want to date a lot of people. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm so confused. I don't, I don't either. Like, I don't know. I don't. 
I just don't date a lot. I never have. Yeah. And I've never even casually, the boyfriends I've had have just been dudes I hung out with. And then one day they were like, so I guess you're my girlfriend now. Like it's not at all any sort of, there was no process of like, we go on a few casual dates and then da, 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 da. It was just, we either meet and you're immediately my boyfriend or we were friends for a long time. And then one day we realized we're dating. You know what I mean? I like that better. I feel like I've got that going on in my life right now where I'm like, I don't know. I'm more focused on work stuff. And then I have like men that I know respect me and like me and are kind. Right. Who will come over and bring dinner over. Or we talk on the phone and then they'll come over, bring dinner over, we'll watch a movie, we'll make out, we'll have sex. And it's like cozy, but I don't feel like I'm being used. I feel like it's like, oh, they know who I am and I know who they are. And we like, we see each other as like fully realized people, you know, or like right. we're human beings where it's not just, so I'm not like, I was used by that person. It's maybe, I don't know. So I have these cozy things, but. Um, See, I don't even have, I I think, I give off, like, sister vibes. You do? I, you're such a babe. You're look very at your kind. nails, look at your lips, <laughs> look at your hair. Listen, I Yeah, mean, but I think those are too loud and too, I don't know, I really do, I have heard, you're too cool to date more yeah. times than I can count, or I've heard, like, yeah, you're too cool to not be friends or something like I've heard any a variation of that more times than I can count have you ever grown out your bangs because I'm trying to do that right <laughs> now, and uh, I feel like it's um game changer I have like a gnarly widow's peak so do I oh yeah. you, have, you have a gnarlier one than I do but I have one too and I have the scar on my forehead but like but that's have, cool but I have a widow's peak I tried to use mousse today it was so embarrassing I bought mousse <laughs> at Target I was like what is this all about and I just feel so dumb like I almost bought gel like I don't know what right what's wrong. but um but it's so weird I, I I had bangs for 20 years and I just thought I'm just going to grow them out. I just want to see what it's like to free up my third eye or whatever right, the right. fuck. Like, I'll do and, uh, that sometimes. I'll like push them out of the way or whatever yeah. sometimes. It's so weird though because I feel like uh, like men who never would have looked at me or something or, or all of a sudden it opens you up to a bracket sure. of men who weren't into bangs or something. For sure. And I'm so, like this is so new for me because I feel like I am, you know, I just identify with having bangs. Like that's just, uh, but so that's interesting. I don't know. I was just asking if you ever considered no, I, doing that. Because I like, I try it's a very conscious effort to look like a cartoon on a daily basis because I don't, that's fun to me Yeah, and like dressing up and having crazy nails and whatever is all like fun to me. But I understand that it's not exactly, you know, fodder for the male gaze. Well, you got to grow out your bangs for you if you want. That's why I'm doing it. Not for them. (laughs) I'm just saying, I understand that it's not a thing that screams like, Hey, sex vibes. I'm trying to look like, a, a weird, colorful cartoon all the time. Who does your? What are these nails? I did these. You did these? I always paint my nails. They're not gel. No. Uh-uh. Oh my god! It's just, and you then you can just see. use a bobby pin to Let do the polka this. dots. Let me see this. She's got very beautiful, intense, perfect <laughs> black nails with what are these? Black? Are they blue? Uh, silver polka dots. Oh, silver polka dots. Yeah, they look like fucking like eighty dollar gel mani pedi vibes. Oh wow, you're very oh kind. God. No, yeah, I just do it myself. Oh, so you're not on Raya. I am. I'm on everything. You're on Raya too. Yeah. Oh my god. I. I I'm like. Uh, I deleted it after all, when all the Harvey. You know, all yes. the Harvey Weinstein stuff. Yes. I was just like. I was like. Well, everybody on Raya is probably a fucking misogynist, totally. rapist. I can't even be here. And then like yesterday, I, I went on again just to like peek, and I could see myself getting sucked in because I only went back on because my girlfriend uh, is having a horrible thing with a guy who doesn't want to like hold her hand in public. But but yes, but I've dealt with that too. Yeah. And I've and and so I went. Listen, Raya is disgusting. But you need to get on it just to distract yourself to right. people watch, so you don't obsess about this dude. And you should get out of that thing with a dude anyway. But whatever. Um, but what was my point here? 
Oh, yeah, I'm on Ryan. everything because I made a pact with a friend that October is going to be like month of dates. Because I do, again, I'll go an entire year without going on a single date. Oh my God, this is crazy. So I'll, that's why, yeah, I'm on all the apps. So it's October. What's happening? I have yet to go on a date. Are you out of your goddamn mind? Well, because I'll meet, I'm sure you have the experience too where you match with guys and then you talk for like a week and then they never talk to you again. Or they never reach out. And yeah, I, they I, never make plans. And I also, I have a thing on my bio that says like, I don't message first. Oh, right. Because I want to tell the man what I need. So it's like, so it's, so it's like they know if they read my bio, if they even do that, it's right. just like, I don't, you know, I, it's, this is already like too easy. I'm trying not to also because I'm always the aggressor. I don't want that because the kind of relationship I want is I'm already like an aggressor in my life. I'm living my life. You know, you're, you're doing stand up comedy. You're fucking this ballsy woman, right? So when you go home, I mean, for me, I want to crawl into somebody's arms and yes. be like, hold me for a minute. Yes. Life is hard. 100%. You know? Yeah. And so, I'm tired of always, I just go up to do, like the no. last dude I went on a date, I was like, hey, you're hot. Do you want my phone number? We can't do this. No. And that's always my approach. Yeah. Which, by the way, I have zero mystique. I've been yelled at by guy friends who are like, you you have zero game. And I'm like, I, I know. But that goes back to the jock thing. The pre, if you've, if I've, if a guy has never chased me in my life, why would I assume he's going to start doing it now? Oh. I've always had to be the chaser. I've never been the chasee. Yeah, and it feels good when you let somebody chase you. Oh, absolutely, sure but it does. It, but it means you have to be more patient. Yes. Well, and so in the, my bio, I say like, I don't reach out first. If you want, you know, you message me first, and then like, and then the guys who read that, then they will be like, hey, message first. How's this romantic or something? And then, but then we still never meet up because. Yeah, I I had to push. For I do have one this week because I matched with a guy. We're char- the same. Uh, it was going the same way. No, this was actually on Bumble. I think I matched with Brett Ratner on Raya. I got. Why did you click yes? Because I'm like, what a neat guy. He makes such cool documentaries. So I don't know. Cause I got I, him and I got Jeremy Piven. Both hard passes. Hard. Wait, wait. Did you match with Jeremy Piven? Hell no. Oh wait. Well, you, on what planet would I go on a date with Jeremy? Pittman? I know, but I matched with Brett Redner and Paul Haggis. Did I go on a date with Paul Haggis? Sure did. And was it uh, nice? I mean, he was. He very, seems like a nice dude. He was. Ni- I just wanted to hear about Scientology. Oh my god, I was about to say it would be the worst date for him because I would just be interviewing him. About yeah, Scientology. that's all I was doing. I was like, so tell me all about it. And like, but he talked about it. But that was a weird date in itself because, like, oh, he changed. He's like, meet me in my hotel room. Don't meet me downstairs. And I was like. And he was with a friend of his, a girl that I think he'd already dated from another, from like a movie he did, who was like this French exotic girl who was like exhausting, but like so beautiful. So she could be that exhausting. And I, I like, and I was like, wait a minute. So like so the I, three of you hung out? Well, so I went up there and I was like, I, I told all my friends, I was, and I was like, uh, I think I might be, you know, about to be murdered by Paul Haggis. I'm going up to his room. I'm just doing it. I'm just, you know, I did that. I went up there. Well, you're tall, right? You're yeah, I'm like 5'10. Okay, I'm 5'11. So I, sometimes I feel like because I'm, taller i don't like saying big but like you know but bigger yeah i'm less likely to be murdered or attacked or something no i feel that way i feel like i've am physically intimidating too in a way that's maybe not attractive no Uh, but i'm not talking about not attractive i'm projecting these like oh i I don't have low self-esteem i'm saying that's wrong if that's the case but i do feel like that's the case sometimes yeah because i've definitely gone on like hung out with dudes that i'm taller than and can feel them being like, oh, this is weird. I don't like that. I don't want to date a guy it. shorter than me. But then men are like, oh, why are you? You're like heightist or something. And I'm like, but you shouldn't be comfortable with this. Like, I assume you are not turned on by me being bigger. But some men are. But I don't know. I will say the guy, the last guy I did, the recent guy, the three years ago, he was like a good four inches shorter than me. Four 
inches but shorter. was the raddest person I've ever met in my life. Well, men who are smaller have the Napoleon complex thing and their personalities are better because they've got to be like, down here, look at me. Yeah, like, he was I, rad. I, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Jesus. So those two situations in a row haven't made me super eager to, yeah. to date. And I feel like I, I keep, feel like I keep meeting guys who are just out of a relationship. Uh-huh. I don't know what that means. I tried to tell my, my guy friend of mine that, and he just thinks that that's just life and it's not a big deal and not to read into it. But I feel right. like the last like four guys that I've come into contact with, like, yeah, one, two, the last four guys I've dated have all are just raw out of a relationship, but not like, I know we're all coming from something or whatever, but these guys are like, just like fresh out where they like need to talk about it. They're still spiraling or they're right. just like, they're raw. They're dealing with like, they still have to pick up shit from the play. I'm just like, I don't know what that means. I don't know why I'm, if I'm cosmically like psychically asking for that or what that means. If I'm just like unavailable. So I pick these unavailable people or does it mean nothing? I don't know. But yeah, uh, I don't know what it all means, but I don't either. And I don't <laughs> at this point, I, it's so I'm, so sad at twelve fifty one in the morning. We're like having well, a podcast. Like, what are you looking for? I'm like somebody who's nice to me. Yeah, I'm like so low laugh. bar. Like somebody who's nice to me and doesn't lie to me. Like, no. how hard is you that? You want to laugh though. You can't have some bozo. You can't have some ugly <laughs> bozo. Not funny. I mean, bozo would at least be funny. I mean, you can't. Right. You you need somebody to make you laugh. Who do you do? You usually date comedians? No. I used to as a I teenager. I try very hard not to. I never went. I did that as a teenager, like eighteen, nineteen. Oh my god! I used to go to Largo, watch right. comedians at Largo. So it is like dating somebody at work. Yeah. That's the reason I don't do it because I'm like, oh, if we break up, I'm going to see you at every show and every party, and yeah. it's going to be a huge bummer. <clears throat> so that's that's kind of why I try to avoid it. Do you think comedians are meaner though, like male comedians, or is that like an old school comedian? I mean, thing? I think it depends on who. I don't find that to be true, Good. but I've been lucky to befriend people who are just like really chill. Yeah. So my personal experience, I don't find that to be true, but I'm not trying to date like, I don't want to name names, but I'm not trying to date guys of that. The humor I like yeah. is not made by the, those type of dudes. Oh, good. Okay, good. So I I don't find myself in their company that often, so I don't worry about it. Yeah. I did... I mean, I don't know. I tried to date this one guy, and I say try. He was... This is so... <laughs> he's the best. All I listened to him on a podcast. That's all I knew of him. And he seemed like the most delightful dude in the universe. Who's not guilty of this in this day and age, by the way? I'm sure everyone listens to podcasts being like, I bet we would be friends or I bet this. I do that all the time. I'm doing that right now. Of course. So I just sent him a DM and was like, I just listened to you on a podcast. You seem like the raddest dude ever. Please go out with me. Here's my phone number. Oh my goodness. That's all I do. That's it never works out. I'm not letting you do this anymore. Yeah. You do whatever you're going to do, but I'm not going to let you. And then we did, we went out once and then he was like, can we be friends? LA or New York? Was it LA or New York? LA. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I'm again, I'm so used to hearing that. But then we were talking like every single day. He's the best dude. And so we're just literally talking every single day and would still hang out and stuff. Yeah. And so after like a year of that, I finally had to be like, I don't, what's that? I can't do this. Like, I like you so much. Like, I don't, and he just was like, oh, I don't think it's a good idea. We should just be friends. And I was like, oh, well, I kind of can't be. So I'm sorry. Yeah. And then we kind of stopped talking because it was just this weird thing where I'm like, I don't, if I'm good enough to talk to every single day. Why don't you want to fuck me? Yeah. I mean, which again, benefit the doubt. Like, okay, maybe he's not attracted to me. Like totally possible. I'm not at all saying that I'm like some irresistible vixen or something. But I think you're an irresistible <laughs> vixen. <laughs> but it was just this thing where I'm like, again, I was talking, he was top priority by far and I was talking to him way more than I was talking to anybody else. Oh yeah. Cause emotionally, yeah. You, you can't yeah. make room for another person yeah. in your life cause you're putting, yeah. Ay, ay, ay. It was a huge bummer. 
Oh my god! And even still, whenever he pops up on my phone, I get way too excited about it. Pops and I how? still get being like, maybe he changed his mind, and it's like he's not going to change his mind. It's like via text. Like it's or? yeah, if he texts me or something, and I'm like, yes, you changed your mind, and then a few minutes into it, I'm like, no, you didn't. Yeah, you need somebody funny. You need somebody funny, good looking, kind. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I'm know. also not into. I'm into dudes older than me. Oh, me too. Actually, no, I, do. I like younger guys, too. I always feel like, oh, I don't know anything, actually. Who knows? I don't know either. I, I'm saying that I don't... Ideally, I want to date like a 50-year-old divorcee. Yeah. But I want him to have, be able to have a lot of sex. I'm just like jumping onto your fantasy. Right. And I'm like, yes, me too. But I also want him to be able... Because I feel like if I date a like 38-year-old or a 41-year-old... Like I've dated a 38-year-old, 41-year-old, 43-year-old kind of... Those are my most recent ages. Right. They can't have sex as much as I want them to. Really? Yeah. Or like... But I'm then, 38. Now you're making me nervous that like dudes my age aren't getting a lot of boners anymore. Well, I'm going to figure it out because maybe I'll go out a, on a date with this 38-year-old and I'll see what happens. But okay. um, it's so funny. And I have like relationships with guys who are so different. One guy is like, will send me tons of sex. Like, and he's very sex, sex, sexy. What I'm, I'm like, what am I trying to say here? I don't know. He's like really dirty and that's kind of fun. Right. And then there's another guy who's like... Um, just more, more like a sweet guy. And I have a feeling if I ever even like started like texting him in a sexy way, he would like panic because he doesn't operate like that. Because like he's like a good, a good guy, and he's kind of more gen, gen, genteel, right, or something. I guess my point is, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm cobbling together some kind of like emotional security base of like two different guys. Oh no, um, yeah, I don't know. But if, I, mean, I feel like the older the guy, they can't have as much sex. Is my point. But then well, I'll- that's the guy that I dated. The most recent guy who was shorter than me, he was 10 years older than me, and he yeah. was still he was good. He raring was, to go. What do I know? Nothing. I don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> no, but you could be right for sure. No. I don't have enough experience to say whether or not you're wrong, but. No, I like having hope. You just gave yeah. me hope. I want like Anthony Bourdain. Ha, totally. He's great. I mean, my God. He's like totally. a real good guy in the way he's like defending his girlfriend and like standing right. up for her. And oh yeah. Do you have any crazy, like not Har- like necessarily Harvey Weinstein stories, but like your version of like, cause when, when you were born in Chicago, right? No, Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. That's what I said. Atlanta. <laughs> okay. Did you know what's research? funny that you say that I don't at all, even though my entire life I've spent like following bands around and being a pseudo groupie and really? I'm friends with like all these bands I like I've never one time slept with a rock dude I I'm telling you I no one gives off more little sister vibes than me and like there's this there's a band called the beautiful south in England I love them and they're like great friends of mine now and I used to follow them around all the time and when I was like 18 or 19 wait is your phone vibrating do you hear that that was so intense Oh my god, you're blowing up! Everybody loves you. That's oh my god, there's no that's way. That's my friend Millie. That's not. I can't believe you. Got, there's oh my zero god. dudes. You guys, April just got so many texts. I have I'm, a lot of friends. I'm panic. I'm looking for my phone. I'm, I'm I'm assuming I have no text. I hope that's not what was making it buzz. I don't know. Is that you, Aristotle? Oh god, mm. Aristotle. But no, I've never. I always give off very like little sister vibes, and there was like I've been hanging out with bands and like you know, roadie, somebody will try to hit on me and they'll be like, don't hit on her. She's our little sister. Like it's, I don't uh. give off like sexy vibes in those cases. I don't mind. Cause I absolutely don't want to like fuck all these dudes. I just want to be best friends with them. Yeah. What bands? Who cares? It doesn't matter. I mean, tell me everything. <laughs> tons, but like, I don't think anything that you like, I don't, I mean, they're almost all English for name, name them for the people. Well, like Billy Bragg is legit. One of my oh. closest friends. Oh my God. Great. But he's like my dad. He's like a second dad. Yeah. And we have a, he's like, our relationship is very paternal. 
And um, hey, let, let them stop Woody Allen and uh, oh and god, <laughs> oh, don't even. I he's very much a dad to me, and like, is he married with a kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, totally. Sorry, I'm just trying to figure um, this out. Uh, so just like a lot of British bands that I used to follow a lot, yeah, people like that, like Jarvis Cocker and oh my Pulp god, and, Jarvis Cocker, yeah, yeah. God damn it. This yeah. is life changing for me. This is like me. I would go to mod dance clubs. Did you ever go to like mod? I didn't dance? like club underground. I didn't live here in time for it to still be popping off. I go sometimes in the Chinatown one. Oh, where's that? It's a uh, club bang in Chinatown, which oh. is basically like the same DJs, I think. Yes. I used to go to bang when it was like on, uh, well, I think I only went like twice, like uh, on Hollywood Boulevard or something. And then they, I guess they moved. It. I didn't know it was downtown now, but yeah. I, oh my God, that was my whole, yeah. Like a very pop was my shit. Yes. And I followed too. all the blur. I used yes. to hang out with blur all the time. You did? I got blur to sign my high school yearbook because I saw them my senior year of high school so many times. Oh my God. Yeah. Actually. I mean, because when I just saw them at the Hollywood Bowl, yeah, just that was like a year ago. Well, you know, I made like I uh, was talking to Damon Albarn because I've seriously followed them so much in high school, and then I showed this is the top one is me and him, and when I was seventeen, and the bottom one is from last year. Oh my god, you look so different! Yeah, I can't I had, believe I you. tried to look like Louise Winter from Sleeper. I had like really short hair. I got the exact haircut that she had. Oh. Because I wanted to look like her so badly. Oh, your hair is so cute. Oh, that's when I dyed it red. Oh, my God. Wait, is he not? He's like barely aging. Yeah, he looks amazing. Oh, my God. You just got, you got hotter and you got your cheekbones. <laughs> you got, you've got your cheekbone implants or something. Or just, <laughs> oh, my God. Is he married? What's his deal? He's divorced. No, I don't think he's married. But I mean, like he has Who's a he kid. He's a kid. That's okay. How do, we, how do we make this happen? His partner is a partner? famous. Boring. Who? It's me and Jarvis. Who's he dating? Oh, my God. When was this? That's a few years ago. Oh my god, he he's got I want to fuck you written all over his no, face. No, he does not. Yes, he does. He's like that's who, my buddy. Who is he dating? What are you talking about? He has Don't a get, kid. Who cares? Is he single? Everybody has a kid now. It gets to a point where we're gonna get to a certain age where everybody has a oh, kid. Oh, I'm at that. I age. think we're Believe there. It. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it. Um, what's what's this? I'm like so excited. I'm like foaming at the mouth for the potential of you and Jarvis Cox. No, that's no. Is he single? I have no idea. Just because he has a kid doesn't mean he's not single. I feel like he's married. I feel like he got remarried. Oh I don't know. God. Jesus. And he's so tall. He's great, oh but I don't God. know. That's not in my name. I don't know. I've never tried to like bone any of those dudes because I'm such a nerd about it that I'm just like, I just want to talk to you about your creative output. Like, you know what I mean? God. Yeah. I used to have this fantasy of being like Anita Pallenberg or just some kind of like, just like. Like a muse. Just like a muse and like, you know, dating. Like I wanted to talk to the rocker guy, but I wanted to like have pillow talk with him and be like, let me, let me like, you know. But you have a personality where you could do that. Like, I feel like I'm so broy that it's like you talk to me for five minutes and they're like, all right, buddy. And like, I'm high fiving them. It's, again, I'm not trying to be self-deprecated. It's like total truth I've lived with for almost 40 years. I'm like, oh, I get it. Okay, I'm oh your bro. Ah, oh, my yeah. God. But wait, but you have no Harvey Weinstein stories where you've been in like a situation like with comedy or like you no. know pitching shows or, or being around a group of men who are making dick jokes or, or wielding their power inappropriately. Oh, oh, sure, sure, sure. I mean, like, I've definitely... In separate like, the dating thing from the, and right. the dance stuff to like now just I'm moving over to like... Uh, in writer's rooms and stuff, absolutely. Yeah. But it's never... This is, I don't want to, I want names. No, 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 no. (laughs) I'm saying it's never, I've never felt threatened. I will say that it's never been a thing where I felt personally threatened or in danger, but I've definitely been in writer's rooms or in green rooms where it's like, oh great. You're talking about your dick again. Awesome. Like it's not cool and I'm not into it, but it's, I've been so unbelievably lucky that in work situations, yeah, I've never been in, I've never been in a situation where I felt threatened or. Yeah, I've been super, super lucky. 
mean, in personal it? life, I mean, yeah, it's, there's been like shitty stuff happening and growing up and stuff, but there's, yeah. I've been lucky as far. I mean, I hang out with like nice. I hang out with like Chris Hardwick and stuff, like super nice, chill, not uh, aggro dudes. How is he so? Because he's the reason I have this podcast because he's so lovely and nice. I remember I had a podcast for him and Paul F. Tompkins, and like those guys are like lovely dudes. Like they're not aggro guys who want to talk about their dicks all the time. So I've been lucky to be in a scene that doesn't really encourage that. How did you meet Chris Hardwick? I think when I first, oh, I mean, just doing comedy, like in a way that we were on a show together or something. But when I first met him, it was when he was dating Janet still. Because Janet's like one of my closest friends. And that was his girlfriend years ago. I don't know who that is. Like, it's funny because I used to hang out at their house and he was more just like, oh, that's Janet's boyfriend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I Who's always, Janet? I don't Janet know. Varney? I don't know who that is. Oh, we, he was, he's going to be on the podcast or we was going to or maybe we'll Yeah, be. she's amazing. She's a comedian? Yeah. Okay. She's an actress and she does the JV Club podcast. and. Uh. She's also a sink. She's one of those people where if I wasn't friends with her, I'd hate her. She does everything well. You know those people where you meet and they're like, hey, I think I'm going to try this. And then a week later, they've mastered it. Oh, my God. Like, she's one of those people. Wait, so they dated... Was that the last person you dated? They dated before? for years. They dated for like seven years or something. Oh wow, none of my business. I don't mean to. Make well, they this don't. Salacious. They're still friends. Yeah. Like they're. It's an, in no way like a scandalous thing. Yeah. Um. And then, but the funny thing is, is so I had known him forever, but we started hanging out because we were. I was at the 101 one night by myself. I love that place. Totally so cozy. And he and it was soon after this guy. The short guy. Yeah. It was the, soon after I had broken up with him. The depressed yeah. guy. Yeah. Okay. And I was just real bumming and like sitting in this diner alone. And then he walked in alone. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? And they sat down and I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, I just broke up. And I was like, I just broke up. And so we just immediately just started commiserating. And oh my God, then, this was three years ago, right? Yeah. Because I had a, uh, I had just gotten out of a relationship. And I think he had just gotten out of a relationship or something. And I ran into him at the one on one cafe. Mm-hmm. And he just gave me like big brotherly advice where I was right. just like so sad. But like the most lovely, not totally. Creepy, like, what a spirit guide guru. Okay, well, go on. That's yeah, what was, so it was the same yeah. kind of thing where it was like we were just kind of giving each other advice or comforting each other in that way. And, and also, we did a thing where, you know, how I was like, okay. Because I wanted to talk to my, I was like, don't, anytime you want to text your ex, you text me and vice versa. Yeah. So that we'll stop each other from like reaching out or whatever. And then because we just started hanging out like every single day. Because it was, we both were kind of like, um, do you want to have dinner? Let's have, like in place of the other person. I mean, not oh, to say, but that. you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, we were used to hanging out with this other person and now we were alone again. So it was like, you want to hang out? And so we just had started having like regular dinners and just hanging out more and more and more. And yeah, he's totally like a big brother to me without question. Like the big brother I never got to have. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we just started hanging out all the time. And then when, oh God. So when did you start opening for him? On the road. It was just a thing where at dinner one night, he was like, hey, I'm going to go on tour. Do you want to, would you want to open? And I'm like, yes, of course. Yes. And then it's also a thing, like, I don't drink either. And oh, you don't? Things, oh, I've never straight, had alcohol. Oh, you're straight edge. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is part of you being punk. You're so, straight edge. It, uh, I mean, it? it was when I was a kid, and then I just never grew out. I Sorry. never got curious. Wait, so are you punk, emo, Brit pop, or what? Pick a side. I don't know what's going on here. You know, I'm every, I'm, yeah, I contain all- multitudes. <laughs> I'm into tons of shit. Yeah. Oh my God. So you've never done drugs. Mm -mm. Unbelievable. Do do you ever think you will? Ecstasy, DMT. No, I'm not really that curious. No. I have a good enough time without any. I never needed like a social lubricant. I never needed any help talking to people. That's for sure. So I didn't really, you know, at parties or I'm not shy. So I never needed to be like loosened up or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) 
I don't. I, I felt bad when I was walking here. I was like, oh, this is going to be the most boring episode of your podcast. No. I have the least interesting dating history of like anyone I know. You just gave me so, such incredible stories. Of well, like, I mean, those two things suck, but it's like, that's it really. I, I, I wish I had more. I, that's another reason I want all these apps. Cause I feel like I need to get more mediocre experiences. You gotta, you gotta, open I've only up. got the highest highs and the lowest lows. I need, I need middle ground. You got a heart Jeremy Piven. You got a heart oh, Brett God. Ratner, by the way, but I think Brett Ratner is very interesting, but now I'm also afraid he must be laying low. Cause I feel like, uh, I feel he like seems like such a bro. I, I know. I, but I just like, but the weird thing is, I want to have a conversation with him, but then if I meet him through a dating app, then, I, you know, I can't be like, I just want to talk to you. It's like, right. no, we're here because, like... Like, you got to meet on neutral grounds. But, but we're like, yeah, but, but uh, yeah, and then he texted me and he was like, I'm having a movie night. Come to the movie night. And I was like, that sounds fun. And then he never wrote back. And that was really weird. And I was like, I don't know what happened. Maybe this is uh, the universe's way of uh, protecting me no, from... No, I'm trying to think of... I've, yeah, I've matched with a few guys on Raya, but again, it's the same pattern of talking for a few days... And then me trying to inch towards, okay, let's hang out, yeah. and then just not answering. You got to let them reach out. But sometimes if they're really good looking, I will reach out because I don't want the thing to expire. Because there's like right. an expiration date that they have on Raya where it's like if people don't message right. each other within yeah. like a certain like a week or whatever. I don't know how long it is. They'll they unmatch you or whatever. But there are these two guys. Oh my god, I did this one thing uh, where I saw this guy on Raya. He was fucking gorgeous. The most gorgeous. He had bee stung lips. He had, he was a good dresser. He was like indie, hip, whatever. And I hearted him and he didn't heart me back. So then I followed him on Instagram. Just I was right. like, and then he never followed me back, which is why would he didn't heart me and we didn't follow. And then I unfollowed him on Instagram because I was like, this is desperate. What am I doing? I'm trying to get him from every angle. He wants no part of me. Like I'm having this whole dialogue in my brain about this guy. God, he was gorgeous. And he had, even had a really neat name. Ugh, I can't even say it. I mean, not that like he's going to listen right. to this podcast, which is also rude and whatever. Anyway, so then we do finally match on a second go around. Months later, like we match on, on Raya, but it's about to expire. I'm like, oh my God, we've come this far. We finally matched. Right. I can't believe it. Right. He's so fucking hot. I want to fuck this dude. I just want to fuck this. <laughs> right. And, uh, and then I reached out and I went, hey, um, oh, his name is Augustus, whatever. Okay. I was like, hey, Augustus, so you write? What do you write? Tell me everything. And then like nothing, crickets. And I'm like, what? so weird. Like I just oh, don't I- understand. I mean, I guess it's the momentary ego boost of being like somebody liked me but otherwise it's like why would you do it if you don't want to talk to the person well i do that all the time other people for an ego boost oh side note of a side note i here's something annoying when i have casual flings with with friends of mine who i don't really want a relationship with and i know that they don't want a relationship with me i can't just be okay with that and being a logical adult because the ego my ego is like well, I want them to fall in love with me. I want anybody to have who has sex with me, even if I'm not in love with them, right. or I'm not as crazy. But even though if we both both match how we feel about each other, where we're like we're friends, we're cozy, but it's like we're, we just see. I don't even have any of that. You don't I have, have zero the ego friends. Thing? I could no. I'm saying I have nobody I can call and be like. I'm sure just you come do. Over. I'm sure. Oh my god. Don't. I'm sure there are like ten guys I could text right now. They're like April don't. Richardson. Oh my god. I truly do not. But I mean, but but do you have that ego thing where it's like like I couldn't just have a casual thing because my ego would be like. Wait, what? Like, you don't love me? Fuck no, you. No, I know. Which is, I'm not lying. I don't know how to phrase this without sounding like a sad sack. Because I je- I have great self-esteem. I think I'm a great person. I'm fun to be around. Like, none of my self-esteem is tied to my looks whatsoever. Because they never got me anything growing up. So why would I depend on them now? So to me, I'm like, I know I have a cool personality. I know people like hanging out with me because I'm like a nice person. And that's great. You're funny. And I smart. think that's as far as it goes, though. I'm the opposite. Where, like, if a guy is like, I'm into you, then I'm like, wait, you are? Like, 
I'm like, I get that you want to hang out with me because I'm like a cool pal. So I kind of fuck things up. The rare times that that has happened, I've gen- there have been times I had to ask friends, like, what do you think this means? And my friends are like, he for sure wants to fuck you. What are you talking about? Yeah. And I genuinely was like, oh, I didn't know that at all. I thought this was like buddy time. Yeah. So I kind of have like the opposite <laughs> where it's like a dude has to look me in the face and be like, no, I'm telling you I want to fuck you <laughs> until yeah. I'm like, oh, so you want to fuck me? Cool. Okay. I didn't know that until you spelled it out for me. God. Yeah. I've feel like that's what, where my mind was at for a while. Like what you're talking about, how you are, where you're like, you need a man to be like, I like you. I want to kiss yes, you. I'm, yes. not, I'm not repulsed by or whatever. Yes. Like, yes. But, and then, and then I started like tapping more into like my sexuality and being like, I'm a woman. Everybody wants to fuck me. That's just what it is. <laughs> that's my friends have to hammer that into my skull. So I tapped into that and I go in and out of that. And then like, uh, and I remember I was in that mind frame like years ago. And this guy that I matched with on Raya, a guy that I dated, we, we matched recently and he was like, hey, I was just, you know, I can't, I don't know what my point is. This is horrible podcast fodder right now. But, uh, but he reminded me, he was like, uh, he was like, oh, I haven't, you know, that date we went on years and years ago is like so many years ago. Um, he was like, I was just thinking about that. Great to reconnect with you on Raya. And I was like, God, refresh my memory. What was our date years ago? I just couldn't remember. I was just out, right. of, I was out of a really long-term relationship. And, uh, and, I was, and at the time, I was totally just like making out with tons of people and like being crazy. And he went, well, you, uh, and I totally blanked on this, which I don't know what this says about me, but he was like, but maybe you can use this for you. Tap into this, see where it takes you. If you want, none of my business. You, you're, you're great and everything's great. Um, <laughs> but uh, he, went, he went, well, um, you, we made plans to meet on your corner, on the corner of this and this, like by my house. I didn't want him to meet me in my house, but I right. wanted him to meet me on the corner of, of like where I live. Like, sure. Um, then we walked over to, we walked over to some bar. Um, and then you had me come up to your place to change a light bulb. This is so tawdry what I'm about to tell you. Okay. You had me change your light bulb. And while I was changing your light bulb and he was like balancing all the stuff, I unzipped his pants. I can't even tell you this. And gave him a blowjob. Oh my God. No, And then he complimented my blowjob, which is very cool. But I was like, I was reading this like three days ago, him refreshing my memory of like seven years ago or something. And I was like, I was like, oh my God. Like who and was that's it? I? And you never saw him again after that? No, I mean like I think he kept trying to, we didn't have sex, thank God. And I remember at the time, I think we didn't have sex because I felt like he was like too rough. He was just like, he like handled me too rough. I mean, what do you, what do you get when he ends up? But anyway, no, but he was just like too rough of a guy is his way of being, um, like, I don't know, something about him. Like, right. He was like, he was like bitey. Have you ever dated a guy who's like, who's like too rough? Like where they're like biting you or something Not a little bit? really. The army guy was a little too, like he wanted to have sex in public constantly. Oh yeah, I've been there. Like anywhere but a bed where oh, I'm like. That's like the episode where Miranda's going out with the guy who lives <laughs> with his parents. Remember that episode? What if you found out this whole time I just was telling you sex in the city scripts and none of it was true? Yes! And I was just like, oh, there's this one guy at time. And you're like, wait, that's the plot of every single time. No, but he was it, yeah. at first. I'm like, okay, yeah. For and then it got to be like, are can you have sex in a bed? Like, is something wrong? Like, I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. It got to be, you know, it went from exciting to annoying pretty quickly because yeah. it was so. Well, beds are cozy, and I'm lazy. Yeah, and it's it was like, just yeah. like this is getting less exciting. I don't know. But I, that you, I have two stories I can tell you. Tell me. that you will think is funny. And then we got to talk about your career and stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'm bored. That's a way lo- shorter conversation. No. Um, 
There, this one guy, just because you were talking about the Instagram and like that guy following you and like that weird chase of, I'm also kind of too old for that stuff. No, you're L- not. I mean, in, in the, I don't know the rules and all that kind of shit. And I definitely have other like younger friends tell me. I, because I don't like the thing where I had a friend be like, oh yeah, this guy that I liked, like I was looking through his favorites on Twitter and she's like, oh, he liked three of this woman's in a row. So that means he's into her. Like Wait, things, she was telling you about her thing or your guy. She was telling me about her thing okay. in a way that she was laying it out like facts. Like, yeah, I looked through his faves. He liked three in a row from this lady. So they're dating probably. And I was like, wait a minute. Are you serious right now? And she's like, oh yeah. Cause then I was thinking if I, I don't operate, I'm so clueless when it comes to that stuff because I'll fave a bunch of dude shit and not think twice about it. And I don't want them thinking, oh, April wants it. Where um, I'm like, no, I don't. I just thought that joke was funny. But men wouldn't think that. Right. But wait, Aristotle, do you, he's got a great relationship with his girlfriend, loves her, everything's great. Do you like sexy photos that girls post or you know better because you think that's disrespectful because your, your girlfriend finds out it's a bad look for you? Speak up. Uh, it's not about her finding out it's just like i don't i don't, don't want to like that you don't want to yeah. you don't want to send the wrong message to the girl whose photo you're liking that's smart yeah but okay so this i met this guy on tour with hardwick he worked at the venue he's one of the most attractive guys i've ever seen and not in a channing tatum way like he looked like young elvis costello but it was just like the coolest hottest dude yeah so hot to where like when he opened the door to be like hey i'm your i'm the venue guy i was like oh my god you're so hot like i said that yeah i was like what you're so we're so similar <laughs> and i but it was even like a reflex i didn't even meet i was like oh my god like total hubba, cartoon hubba. like auga right yes so i and then i was like i mean whatever i'm cool <laughs> and so, you know, we do the show or whatever. And then he, we're walking out making, and he was like an employee of the venue. We're walking out, we're making small talk. He's like, what are you guys doing tonight? And I'm like, oh, well, we're going, um, this was in Baltimore. I was like, we're going to get food and then we're going to sleep. We have to fly home tomorrow morning to LA. And he was like, me too. And I was like, wait, you live in LA? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, all right. So I get in the car. As soon as I got in the car, I have no chill, no patience. I turn to Hardwick and I'm like, do you have that guy's phone number? Like, did you have to have it for work or something? And he's like, yeah, I do. And I'm like, can I have it? Can I, should I text that guy right now? And he was like, you know, I was like, yeah, go for it. So in the car, I'm like looking, the guy's still standing there and I'm like texting him and I'm like, Hey, this is April. What's up? If you want to hang out. I actually, I think I was way more blatant than that. I was like, if you would like to go out sometime, when you're back in LA, like, let me know. And he wrote back right away. Like he was like, that sounds great. Like wrote back equally as long as what I had written kind of thing where I'm like, Oh, you seem pretty psyched. There were a lot of exclamation marks in it. Like, great. You're going to, you're going to crawl under the table and die of embarrassment when I tell you what happened. So I'm like freaking out. Cause I'm like, Holy shit. I'm going to go on a date with one of the hottest guys I've ever seen when I get home. This is rad. And I'm showing it to Hardwick going, how do you interpret this straight man? And he's like, yeah, he seems psyched. Like, you know, this seems legit. So we go eat. I get back to my hotel room. I call my friend Millie first thing. I'm like, dude, <laughs> listen to this shit. This guy agreed to go on a date with me. When I get home, I'm going to have a date with the hottest guy of all time. She's like, tell me what he said. Tell me what he said. I'm like, definitely. I do a screen grab and I send it to Millie. And she's like, wait a minute. I didn't get it. I'm like, what are you talking about? I just sent it to you. Oh, my God. Yes. No. I look down. I sent a screen grab of the only communication I've ever had with this dude straight to him. Straight to him. Like an hour later. <laughs> With no explanation, like just a screen grab of the things we had just said to each other. And I have never laughed so hard in my entire life. Like on the phone, I thought Millie was going to break her phone. She was laughing so hard because she's like, how did you just do that? You're the dumbest person alive. And I'm like, no shit. And so 
I'm pacing the hotel room just being like, I was going to bring you my zine because I wrote this whole story out in my zine because it was like too funny. So I'm like pacing the hotel room and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Do I lie? Like, how do I get out of this? And she's like, I don't think you can lie. Like, it's pretty obvious what you did. No. And as I'm trying to think of like what to do, he texted back some like inception joke that was genuinely really funny. And, you know, just like, am I an inception? Like, what just happened? And I was like, oh, shit. And I just texted back. No, I'm just an idiot. And then he never talked to me again. But the weirdest part, which fair enough, like I do not blame him. I look like a bonehead of that situation, like totally fine. Like I'm not mad, but I noticed like a few minutes later, he followed me on Instagram, which is the thing where I'm like, okay, so then you went and found me on Instagram, followed me, even though I just did this boneheaded thing. Right. Yeah. So then I'm like, wait a minute. Okay. And so like six months later or not, maybe not six months later, maybe like three or four months later. Cause he is a touring guy. Like he's always out of town. Yeah. Wait, comedian or he runs the venue. Oh no. Friend. Yeah. He's yeah. like a behind the scenes got guy. It, got it. So I looked him, I followed him back when he followed me on Instagram Oh my God. and I saw that he was back in town. So I texted him. I was like, fuck it. I'll do it. Like who April? Cares? I'm impossible to embarrass. April! So I texted him and was like, Hey, <laughs> like I made some joke. I forget how I phrased it, but the way I phrased it, I was I, like, I invited him to hang out again. And then I kind of, and I was like, oh, and by the way, like, how are you? Like it ended with that because he just answered, I'm good. That's all like completely ignoring the part of me, like asking him to hang out, you know, yeah. where I'm like, ouch. And then I was like, got it. Totally deleted his number, like message received. But he still follows me on Instagram, which is like the weirdest thing to me. Cause I would be like, <sighs> why would you ever want to have any sort of communication with me ever again in any way oh my god so that's so weird to me that he still does that oh my god i know hindsight is twenty twenty, but i would have been like after the screen grab i would have been like look how cute we are yeah i couldn't even i have no i had no <laughs> or um sorry i had a screen grab this send to a friend because uh you know you're the well, cutest that was the thing is i so i spiraled and was like oh i ruined it immediately whatever and when i got home i still hang out i remember asking andy i was like you're a straight guy. Here's the situation. What would you think? And he was like, oh, I would be flattered because it would be obvious to me that you're like psyched about it. Yeah. Fuck this dick. Yeah. This guy doesn't. I don't think this guy's a dick, but like he's way younger than me too. He's way, he's like 10 years younger than me. So maybe that has something to do with it where it's like granny can't operate a phone. Granny can't operate like, a phone. She doesn't know how to work an iPhone. I don't want to go out with her. No, I've so. almost done that so many times where I'm like, oh my God, did I send the screen? Oh, grab? after that, I've never, I've like never taken another screen grab. Really? That has cured me of oh. the temptation. Oh my God. Cause I'm like, I never want to do that again. It was the most embarrassing feeling in the world. Yeah. Although hilarious, but yet embarrassing. So I've never, yeah. Now I'm like, I'll just tell people shit in person Yeah. or I'll show you in person. Like I'm never sending anybody a screen grab again. Cause that was oh my mortifying. God. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, with your friend with the, um, with the, like how she looks at the likes on Instagram, I haven't been in love or in a relationship recently enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, same. Like, so, so I don't do that. Yeah. But I know that when I am in a relationship or when I'm in love or when I'm like really excited about somebody, I fully do that. Like I, I am like, what, like, what shit are they looking at? Like, who are they liking? Oh my God. Like, yeah. And I pay attention and I've had like, I've ruined relationships or maybe the guys have ruined the relationship with me, but, uh, but where I've just been like, at a dinner being like, I can't hold it in anymore. Why do you like artwork 666 photos all the time? Right, or like, right, you know, right. like, do you, do you follow her? Do you know what I'm talking Who about? Who is that? Oh, artwork 666. Well, she's, uh, she's just like this New York girl. I think she's a model, but she's always smoking weed and has hair under her arms. And she's like super sexy and just like posts so much, but she's like just uber feminist, but hot and like n- dancing all like 
in her undies. I don't know, but she's so sexy. And I remember like, and then I started following her because I noticed this guy I was dating who I was like in love or lust with, like would like all of her photos and stuff. But right. it made me so jealous because I, I feel like when a guy does that, it's sending a message to the girl because if a guy likes some, you know, scantily clad photo I posted myself like in, in a crop top or whatever or whatever the fuck I'm doing, I go... Oh my god, he loves me. Or like he likes to do once the fuck. See, me. that's what he like, I do. I told well because a lot. I post a ton of pictures. I love clothes. I yeah. love clothes. I love putting together outfits. I love makeup. I love weird, crazy color. Like I love all that shit. So when I'm post, I post a lot of pictures of me being like, "Look at this cool outfit I put together." And then I know in my head that that's a hundred percent what I mean. I'm genuinely like, "Look at these clothes I'm wearing." I'm not trying to be like, "Look at my bod." Yeah. So when people like it, men or women, I don't think twice. I'm not like, "Oh, they want to fuck me." I'm like, yeah, they, they know how. How cool my clothes are as they should well, but i get i i get what you're saying absolutely yeah. i if, if i have a boyfriend and he's liking some cute girl's stuff yeah like i do look at that and that's right. so fucked up because like women we, we can multitask we can run companies we can put a cute outfit on uh, accessorize put our makeup on get our nails done have a baby we can do all these things and another one of the things we can do is just move that thing to the left or whatever or to the right and see who the person we're fucking or dating or in love with is right. liking. And it's like, they make it all available to us. It's like so irritating because you have all this like access. It's almost like easier to get caught cheating or flirting now than ever before. So maybe I should be less worried, but like, I don't know if that's my ego or like, or smart or like, but no. it's like keeping tabs, like in men who are smart and are, like, they should not do that. But then who knows what they're doing? I don't maybe think that's so true. Dumb. I think it's you applying your rules. Like when you cruise dudes on Instagram, you yeah. do it with intent, Right. Yeah. And I don't. So I don't put that in somebody else's head. When I'm cruising Instagram, I'm genuinely not going like, I'm looking for dudes. Well, no, I do what you do. It's just as like uh, uh, benign when I do it. Because it's, it's, it's like, because my friend had to tell me this to calm me down. Right. Just like you told your friend maybe to calm down where it's like, you're just going like, like, yeah. like it's like that. It's, it's just, just like passing that. the time. It's not me being like, yeah, sometimes it is if I like really like that person. Right. But rarely, you know, with an Augustus, it's a very serious. Sure, thing. sure, I'm, sure. I'm follow him. Like, sure. but, uh. But yeah, I don't know. But it is just like a confusing time because sometimes it's it's benign. Other times it's like with lots of, you know, specific intention and like right. flirty. But it's, I don't know. So I, I'm just so glad I don't love anybody or I'm like jealous or like love anybody because I don't even know what that's going to open up for me as far as like jealousy or, or like, I don't yeah, know. I don't it, we just live in a time with so many options. Ugh, just so many options. Too many options. All right. I do have to ask you about your career a little bit. <laughs> My God. But okay, so you moved here from Atlanta. Yes. When? How long ago? Or how old were you then? Man, I guess it was like 12 years ago. 12 years ago? Yeah. And when did everything, did everything change like on Chelsea when you were on that panel or like, or? You yeah, doing- for sure. When I first moved here, I was a copy editor at MTV News. Oh, I was wow. a copy editor at a magazine first and then I got a job at MTV News, which was rad. Yeah. So I worked there for like two years doing stand-up. I was doing stand-up at night like the whole time. Where? everywhere yeah just like open mics and then i got laid off from mtv news and jen kirkman 100 jen kirkman got me the job at chelsea lately because i'd befriended her not even just through comedy but because she's obsessed with morrissey too like i'd seen her at morrissey shows and stuff oh my god so are you guys still close yeah totally yeah i love her yeah she's amazing and so she happened to email me one day just being like hey i i work at chelsea lately i'm here right now they need a writer's assistant like send me your resume asap like it was as soon as they said they needed one so i think i was the first resume they saw oh my god she was like send it to me right now i was like okay and i did and then i think i was like the first person they interviewed yeah and yeah so i got that job and it was 
unbelievably lucky. I mean, I was still doing open mics, and oh then all of a sudden, God. I was like on TV. So you were a writer, and then how long after just being hired as being hired as a writer were you on television? Well, that was completely. It was pretty soon after because it was entirely up to Chelsea. Like I just was in her office one day talking to her, and she was like, "Hey, do you want to be on the panel?" I mean, this was probably maybe six months after I started working there. Oh my God! And she just was like, "Hey, you want to be on the panel one day?" And I'm like. Yeah, of course. And she's like, all right, you're on it tomorrow. Like, it was just on a whim. Yeah. And then I did well. I mean, obviously, I made sure to write, like, 500 jokes for everything so I could, like, nail it no matter what. And I did well enough that she was like, hey, that was... Like, when we were leaving the taping, she's like, well, that was good, so you can just be on it now, like, regularly. And so then I was on, like, every month. Were you just so excited? Oh, yeah. It It was insane. How many years ago was this? Oh, my God. I mean that now that's got to oh, be geez. like eight years ago now or something. How did this happen eight years or, ago? No, What's I happening? guess like seven years ago. I'm trying to think now because so the show ended like two. I have the worst concept of time. Me too. It's all moving so fast now. Yeah, like- <laughs> but I think it was maybe I worked there for four years. Yeah. So wait. Oh yeah. In the beginning, so it must have been like I got the job seven years ago, seven eight years ago. I think. Yeah. Oh, and then you met at the end of the job. That's when you met the guy in the army. Kind of around the end of yes. it. Yes. Oh, wait. So why did you leave? No, it, she quit. Like oh, the show ended. It was only on for four years? No, I got there. It was on for oh, longer than that. But like it. I worked there for four years. But it ended. She just was like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. And it ended. Were you happy there? Yeah. Like, was it fun? Was it, were there I worked every- with Jen Kirkman, Chris Frangiola, Sarah Colonna. Like all those people. We're still totally friends and hang out and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I met a lot of cool people there. Did it ever get to like, was it ever irritating to have to make fun of famous people because you felt like, ah, I don't want to, like, this is... Yes and no. Yes and no. I mean, for certain people who you could tell were, like, actual dicks in real life, I'd be like, whatever. But, yeah, there were definitely... I mean, that's kind of why the show ended, because she was like, I don't want to make fun of the Kardashians anymore. I don't give a shit. Yeah. And... It seemed like she evolved as a person. Yeah. Even her stepping down, I read that thing. I love that. Where, uh, you know, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, yeah, so Chelsea Handler is uh, leaving her Netflix show. Yeah. She wants to do better things or like more yeah what, what is she, what, like she you, wants to be more politically active and yeah. kind of volunteer more and stuff and that i mean yeah towards the end of the e-show she was like i want to do smarter shit i don't want to make fun of the kardashians anymore i want to interview like diplomats and shit and i think that's why like e was kind of like what we're a celebrity pop culture channel and so i think that's why i mean i could be speaking out of turn but yeah that's it so it ended yeah and then right after that ended like, no joke, a couple of months, that's when Hardwick was like, hey, do you want to go on tour with me? So I was on tour with them for, like, an entire year. Oh, my God. And then, like, during that time, being on At Midnight and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How is that? Wait, is it the, the sim- funnest? It's oh. so fun. Oh, and uh, on Chelsea Lately, do you have your jo- you have your, do you have your jokes written down, hidden yeah. on your lap? You got the topics, like, a couple hours ahead of time, and yeah. then you could write jokes. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, I mean, like, are they are they hidden? Do you have Oh, them for sure. Oh, yeah. Just Actually, sure. no, you didn't. I didn't have mine. No, you, you could just, like, write them. You could hide them sometimes on your lap, but yeah. I tried to memorize them so I wouldn't, because I'm bad at, like, I knew I would be caught looking down. But yeah, you, that was like protocol as most people had that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It was really fun. I've been extraordinarily lucky. Like, I know that every step of the way that I've always been at the right place at the right time and is a lot of luck. A lot of luck. Do you, uh... Sometimes I have, like, a lot of guilt about that. Why do you have guilt? 
felt about that? Because it's comedy. It's like all about like paying your dues and stuff. And I haven't had to pay a lot of dues. Haven't you and paid I'm your dues? Hyper aware of it. But you seem like you're a hard yeah. I totally like did the open mics and all that kind of stuff. But I'm just saying like I've always the t- the times where I'm like oh my god I'm never gonna have a job again. Somebody came in and was like here you go. So that sounds great. Yeah, that sounds like you're right where you need to be. To, don't even question that. It's so great. Yeah. Do your parents understand your life? Are they? No, they're very ashamed of me and are very vocal about it. What? Oh, yeah. They're ashamed of you and they're very vocal about it? Yeah, my mom in particular. My stepdad kind of doesn't really care, but my mom's very religious and very Southern and is very like, why do you have to say curse words on TV? It embarrasses me. Oh, Please get a normal job. Like, yeah. What does she do? She's an accountant. Okay. Yeah. My parents are super square, super normal. Don't give a care about art in any form. Don't like, you know what I mean? Like they're just super like, why can't you be normal? Yeah. Have literally said those words to me. Oh my God. And I'm just like, I don't know what to tell you. This it, Having kids is a crapshoot and oh this God. is what you got. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird because my mom isn't mean though. Like my mom will be like, I love you very much. Like she clearly tells me she loves me. She's not mean to me. She's like she frames it like she's kind of the victim. Like, why are you hurting my feelings by being this weird kind of thing? And I'm like, I, okay, I don't know how you're taking this person, my existence personally, but okay. Oh my God. Yeah. Why did you get so into Morrissey, do you think? My mom's actually been to see Morrissey with me a few times. Really? Um, I, cause I was an only kid and I was alone a lot. And I just, music was my shit. Like, I just, as soon as I, R.E.M. is my favorite band in the whole world. I'm from Georgia. And so my first crush was Michael Stipe, yeah. without question, before I knew what gay was. Yeah. I was so in love with Michael Stipe. Um, and so, yeah, R.E.M. and the Smiths, like, I just got super obsessed with them. And then I got into zines and record collecting. And, like, that's all. So all I would do is just sit alone in my room and listen to records and write and read zines. And I don't know. I mean, like, they just, I've tried to explain this because I was a, again, I wasn't shy and I was always allowed like class clowny type of kid, but I feel like the Smiths and the cure and that kind of stuff, when it entered my life, it was at a time where they were kind of telling me, Oh, it's okay to be sad though. Like no one really in pop culture, that wasn't a thing. You know, it wasn't cool. It wasn't, everyone was, you were supposed to have bravado and be like, I'm too cool and I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like they were the first kind of people where I was like, oh, I don't have to crack jokes all the time. I don't have to have this game face all the time. Like these dudes are cool and they're sad and they're singing about these sad things that are also a part of life and okay to accept. And I don't know, that sounds like such a rudimentary way to describe it, but I don't know. It was like the first time I'd seen people who were cool and sad at the same time. Oh yeah. Moody. So it was yeah. like moody and chic. And, and cool. Morrissey was just smart. Like I just remember his idea of, I never partied. I didn't want to drink. I didn't do drugs. Like I didn't care about that kind of stuff. And it was fine. Like a guy again, who I thought was so cool, who was so vocally being like, yeah, my idea of fun is also sitting in my room reading books Yeah, and being like, Oh, okay. People at school make fun of me for that. But this guy is repping that hard. So it, I just got kind of deeper into it. Yeah. Do you think that you, did you, did you feel like misunderstood in Atlanta and that's why you, uh, you yeah, like there was a bit a of a scene. I started going to this club called MJQ in Atlanta when I was underage because it was like the Britpop night there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It was like God. club underground there. Thank God for Britpop nights. How funny. Well, because I went to shows all the time. I didn't have really, one thing I will say about my mom for sure is that because she knew I didn't drink, I didn't party, I didn't care about any of that. She kind of let me do whatever I wanted. Good. Yeah. Cause she knew I wasn't out getting drunk and I wouldn't get in any real trouble. 
So I started going to show. She helped me get a fake ID to go to shows. She did? Totally. Because I got it. Because she knew I wouldn't take advantage of it. Like she knew she's like, well, you're not going to use this to drink. So who cares? Like you're not going to get arrested. So I went to shows all the time and I would meet people at shows. I met this guy um, at a blur show who was like, in his thirties when I was like 17 and again, but oh, again, sounds familiar to me. No yeah. vibe. Like did never try to touch me. Oh, never geez. hit on me. I wish I had that experience. Everyone is like, you're my little sister. I'll oh. take you under my wing. Oh my I can't God. stress that enough. So he started bringing me to MJQ, me and my friend Nikki, when we were like 17, 18 and cause he knew the owner and he was like, they don't drink. So like, we're cool. They're, yeah. they're never going to get caught drinking. Don't worry about it. And so I used to go dancing at Britpop night. It was Wednesday nights in MJQ and I would go dancing and then I would drive home at like four in the morning yeah. and I would always get, I hated cops. I did get in trouble with cops because they would pull me over because they'd be like, it's four in the morning. You're clearly drunk. Yeah. And I'd be like, no, I'm not. Yeah. What's up? Give me the test. Like I was a dick to cops. Yeah. Because I got, I had blue hair and like, oh, you did? Had Manic all these stickers on. No, I went to a salon. How dare you? It was you. legit. Okay, wow. Well, because I had to bleach. My hair is black, so I had to bleach it first because it wouldn't show up otherwise. Your hair is actually naturally black. Mm-hmm. I'm naturally blonde. What? Really? I've, been, I've been committed to like dark hair, pale skin, blue eye vibe since I was See, like I wish 13. I no, well, I got brown eyes. Can't you uh, get some weird kind of vampire uh I did Halloween. wear one blue contact and one clear one in high school so I'd look like David Bowie. Are you serious? And I did it for a school picture and my mom got super pissed. Oh, She's like, this is a school picture. You can't have two different colored eyes. That's like exactly when you should have two different yeah, colored it was, eyes. Yeah, because I was like, mom, it's going in the yearbook. Uh, I got to look cool. Oh God, I wish I had my yearbook photo to show you how you, I had like an intense, I, first I had a bowl haircut and then I, another time I had like just like a, like a, Oh God, a bob, like a real right. And I was just like, so like, not goth, but just emo. Did you like Modest Mouse or no? No. No? Okay. I, they were like after my, you're way younger than me. No, I think. I'm not. They were after my time. I'm going to find this high school picture to you? show you. I'm 38. I'm 36. Oh, okay. No, Modest Mouse was after I, high school for me. Oh, really? I think. No, I was in high school. Oh, I don't know. Um, I mean, you might not want to answer this question. It's a total separate thing. Oh, wait. Okay. Wait, but what are you looking for? I'm just going to show you that. I'm going to try to find. I know I put it on my Instagram, that yearbook picture, but I can talk while I'm looking through. Um, oh, I heard. Oh, do you know Andre Highland? Yes, I love that guy. He's, He's the funniest dude in the world. Being near him is the greatest thing He's in the world. He's so funny. It's unbelievable. Makes, Jesse Miller is like my favorite character I'm, in the universe. I don't even know who that is because I've never seen it. His Jesse Miller no, show? I just you have to go. I just hang out with him and walk around and I just, and I, I actually like fall to my, to the ground because he makes me laugh so hard. He's the funniest person. So I was t- talking to him the other day. I was like, who should I have on my podcast? And he's like, April Richardson. I went, oh my God, yes, because I've been meaning to have you on, but I get too shy to ask sometimes. So uh-huh. when, when he, uh, when he suggested you, I, I was so happy. I was like, she's coming on. I can't believe it. And he gave me, I was like, tell me what to ask. Any tips? And he was like, and he came through with so many texts of oh things asking. God. He's like, she loves Morrissey. Yes. Love Saved by the Bell. Yes. Um, Steve Harvey? Oh, because my mom is obsessed with Steve Harvey. And my mom constantly, <laughs> she's obsessed with him and texts me about him all the time. Really? And texts me things like, you should watch a show and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. we'll be like, he's super funny. Like, why won't you be, he's funny. And I guess he's clean. I don't watch him, so I don't know. But like. She's truly always like, be more like him. Be more like Steve Harvey. Yes. Oh, because I, I read uh, uh, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. So I wasn't sure if you read that too. No, no. Oh, I, I did. I mean, it, and is it good or is it it's, like offensively it's, sort of? It's probably really offensive to women, but but I'm like, I probably have the, you know, the patriarchy is running me probably. You right. know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah, yeah. Did Steve you actually Harvey? think it was full of good advice? Uh, well, you know what? Something might help us. 
We got to stop chasing the men. Well, yes, I know that. I tr- I know that, you know, because it's we have to hold back because, listen, when I actually really have a huge crush on a guy, then I get very timid and shy and I can't look him in the eye and I, I don't make the first move. See, but, I'm but, the- but when I'm wanting immediately, like, to have sex with a guy or I think he's gorgeous and just right. meet him and he's a total stranger... I'm like, hubba, hubba. I'm like, hey, I'm Alexi. Yeah, I can smack. Like, but so I, I get that. I know conventional wisdom says to not do I I know it. I just can't stop myself from doing it. Because like I said, if you have a history of being ignored by dudes, like you don't. Ignored I don't, by what did you say? By dudes. It's like, I don't feel like if I'm sitting back here trying to play coy, like, okay. Then they'll never come. Yes. You'll be, yeah. History. My personal history tells me that's never going to happen. Yeah. So it's hard to unlearn that and yeah. try to not be the aggressor when it's the only way I've gotten attention are we gonna try it a new way though we have to i'm i'm making a conscious effort that's like part of the october thing where i'm like not only is this gonna be date month but it's gonna be the month that i fall back and i don't go hey what's do you like me check yes or no but it's october 19th or 20th or whatever and it still hasn't worked because i'm trying to fall back and so if i'm not making the plans and i'm waiting on the dude to do it they're not doing it they're not but they must be terrified now dudes must be terrified now they don't want because to make, they don't think anything they do will be construed rapey. as rapey. Yeah, and I'm trying to tell men like, listen, there's a big difference between there's being a, passive a and a rapist. Wide ocean. Yeah. Yes. Make a plan. Yes. Just be bold. Uh, you know, initiate a text and say, hey, let's hang out. Let's go get dinner. Guys, do that's, not understand how far confidence goes. Yes. And that's like the short guy that I dated was the most confident motherfucker on the earth, yeah. and it was the hottest thing in the world. Yeah. And it was just like, and it's, there's a difference between confidence and bossy. He wasn't like telling me what to do, but it was like, he was just super confident. It was super like, I want to have dinner with you. I'm going to take you to this place. Yes. Like things like that where I'm like, damn. I know. I, I genuinely don't think men know how far that goes. Oh my God. Or maybe they just don't care. They just want to play I mean, video games. Yeah, maybe games. they don't. Maybe they just want to, you know, path of least resistance. I want to play video games, do nothing. Everybody see, and they're probably so used to it of women coming to them. They don't right. have to do anything. But I think it's actually sexier for them and helps them with their masculinity, whatever that means nowadays, to like, yeah, for, for, for them to come to us and pay for dinner. What do you think about all that stuff, like paying for dinner and all those kind of things? Um, I'm a feminist, I promise. No, me too. <laughs> I, that's like a situation, that's kind of situational, I guess. That's true. Although they're definitely, I've actually, been- Actually, no, that's not true. You think they should pay at all times? If a guy, okay, if we're lucky enough, right, if we're, if we're living in a space where you're letting the guy approach you, right? Right. Yes. He's coming for and you. And it's his idea and he he's makes the plans. He asks you out. Yes. Then I don't care if he's fucking broke or whatever. Then let the plan be, I'm going to take you for uh, an ice cream scoop, right? Yes. And which costs nothing or a cup of coffee. And he fucking pays for that shit because he asks us out on a date. We're women. We don't get paid equally. We're, if we're, you know, yes. We, essentially, we just want to be made feel safe. We make the babies. We're going to be late. <laughs> we're going to be late for nine months. No paid leave. You know what I mean? It's I just agree like, with you. It's like... Jesus Christ, we harvest life in our belly. It's like, can't you just... No, you've made a solid case, and I agree yeah. with you. I guess for me, I just keep it in mind, like, yeah, you're right, because the times I've insisted on paying are times I've hung out with a dude, and I wanted to make it, like, really clear it wasn't a date. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, no, I'll get it, or no, we can split it, because yeah. I'm, like, trying really hard to be like, right, buddy? <laughs> yeah, and I know that sounds fucked up, but it's really not fucked up, because it's like... Men and women are different. I know we want to get, like, we want to be equal. I'm not saying anything politically incorrect. I, if, if, if people really understand what I mean, I've got to try to let me share it, lay on this information. But it's like, with romance and love and, and dating, there's just a delicate dance that has to be done. And it's not yes. going to be completely... And I'm so impatient when it comes to that dance. 
Yeah. I'm and you're right. Too. And as much as I've been, ha- oh my, I've just had so many male friends being like, you got to stop doing, listen to me, stop doing this. Oh, and I'm like, okay. And then I try and I can't because I'm so impatient. Maybe you have to put in all your profiles. Like you don't message first. You're going old I'm school. Gonna, yeah. And I think I'll have to great. like hold myself to it. Um, I'm trying to do it. But again, like I said, it's so far resulting in a bunch of texts that go nowhere in these apps because... You know what you do? You lie though because you're a writer. You just go like that. You go, you go. oh, I'm jumping off this app because I'm uh, doing a, a detox or whatever. Or, uh, or I'm just jumping off the app or whatever. Um, here's my number. Text me and let's make a plan. And then we're done. Yeah, but you know what? I'm actually hesitant about giving out my number. Really? Because I've gotten... Uh, okay, so one of the four dates that I've been on in the past three years mm-hmm. was with a guy who yelled at me during Why? the date what? for being a feminist. Oh, and boy. he was like a total men's rights activist and I didn't know it. In defense of men? <laughs> I've dated that guy before too. Well, he... I So... The, we met because he was a bartender at my friend's party. Like my friend had this Christmas party and I thought he was bartending in the yard and I thought it was a friend of a friend, like him doing him a solid. And so I was like, who's your friend? And he's like, no, I hired this guy. Like, I don't know this guy. Yeah. Which to me, I was like, even better because I want zero friends in common. Oh boy. So I just went up to him. I was like, you're hot. Do you want my number? And he was like, yeah, okay, totally. Wrote down my number and then texted me. He was also way younger than me. Younger Eight. guys are fun. Eight well, years younger, great. He and so he texted me, and it was the thing at first. Yeah, there was a few days of just like text, and I finally went, asked me on a date. I said that I was like, ask me on a date. I don't want to text you for the rest of my life. And he was like, what? Okay. And then he was like, let's have dinner tomorrow night. Yeah. So I hate this guy already. Haha. <laughs> so we do. have dinner, same as you though. I didn't want him to know where I live, so we went and met at a place. I picked a place that was within walking distance of me, so I walk meet him at the place, and um. He's perfectly polite and we eat pretty fast. And then we went to a bar. And so when we're sitting in a bar, he was like, tell me what you do. Tell me more about what you do for a living. And, you know, I started talking about comedy and he goes, yeah, I love stand up. Some of my favorite female comedians are da, 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 da. He was like, as far as female comedians, he said the term oh boy. female comedians like nine times in yeah. a row to where it just started sounding super weird. And so I went. <laughs> Truly in like a super calm tone of voice, I was like, oh, hey, you don't have to say that every time. That sounds kind of weird. Like I said it in that tone. And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, you don't have to say female comedian. You just say comedian and list a bunch of names, both male and female. Like it's not, you don't have to keep saying it. Yeah. And then he got, he was like, oh, what exactly do you, like he just got like aggro and I go, Listen, if I just told you I was a doctor, would you have started to list your favorite female doctors? Yeah. Like, no, you wouldn't have. Like, that just sounds weird and you don't need to say it. And that's when he goes, oh, so let me guess. You're one of them, huh? And I go, I go, do you mean a feminist? Oh, and no. He, and again, I'm saying it as calmly as I'm saying it to you. I was like, do you mean a feminist? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, one of those with the with a totalitarian school of thought, and you say you want to be treated equally. And like his voice is like raising and raising higher and higher, and he's like legit starts to yell at me, and I'm just sitting there like I'm not even mad. I just had a smile on my face because I'm like I can't believe this is happening, you know. So I'm like, what is happening? And so he goes on a rant for like a few minutes, and and then I'm just sitting there like okay. And he goes, you don't want to debate me on this. And I went, no. And he was like, you don't have anything to say. And I was like, no, I'm not super into yelling at somebody I just met like two days ago. Yeah. And then he kind of went like, he was like, oh, I'm not yelling. I'm just, this is like a healthy debate. Like whatever. So, oh my God, we leave. And as we're leaving, like, I'm clearly like, okay, bye. Like he acted like nothing had happened. We get outside and he's like, so what do you want to do now? Yeah. 
And I just went, I'm going home. What are you talking about? And he like, he was like, oh, you're just going to leave? And like couldn't believe it. And I'm like, of course I'm going to leave. You just yelled at me for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, have a nice life. Bye. And he just couldn't. Like, he was standing on the corner watching me leave, like completely dumbfounded, right? And I'm yeah. like, yeah, that was cool. Nice to meet you. Like, I was polite, but I'm like, see you later. And so I walk home. And then for the next few days, I got like crazy paragraphs of text that was like, that's unreal that you would just leave me like that. Oh, my God. Truly. And then I was like, I didn't answer any of them, but I thought, oh, yeah, no wonder you're a really hot young bartender. Like, no woman has ever walked out on you. Well, also, and you're more successful than him. Too. <laughs> I mean, it's a real thing. Well, I don't even know. I, I just was like, here you go. He's a dick. Oh, look how cute you are. Two different colored eyes if you look closely. Oh my, I barely noticed that. That's so subtle yeah, that your mom like would even care. I thought you were going to look like... blue. I thought you were going to look like um, Robert Pattinson, like a vampire movie vibe thing. No, I was trying so hard to have like the one blue You are one. so cute. Oh my God. Now I want you to grow out your bangs. <laughs> look how so, cute. Um, um, wait a minute. Wait, what was I going to... Oh, would you be a vampire, though, if you're given the option? Just no, random? I hate vampires. I think they're lame. Really? They're I would be super a lame and not sexy. I would be a vampire. They're the opposite of sexy to me. Really? How gross is a person who drinks blood? I mean, if you're a vampire, you're just living your life. And it's or that fake, afterlife. like, crushed velvet, like, mystery the pickup artist, like, fakey. <gasps> that's not sexy. Mystery the pickup artist? They he's all not dress, a vampire. But he dresses like one. But it's he's super, not. If you were a vampire, it'd be way cooler. I'm so not it. You touched under like I hate vampires. Oh wow, trigger. I hate them. Okay. <laughs> I think they're so lame, and I hate that we're supposed to act like it's romantic. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. That's me personally. Oh my god, no, I love it. No, I love it. <laughs> oh god. Like I really hate them. Oh my god. Um, with your story with the guy who yelled at you, it's making me think of like this time where I wanted to, these people, men are talking like they don't even care about us or something, just shitting on us because we're women. It was just weird that he kept. It was a fat, I, the times that happened and then I went on one, the one of the other days was just like a boring Tinder date, right? Yeah. Perfectly fine. Just boring. And we never talked again, but it was the thing where I'm always fascinated by if I'm sitting across from somebody thinking, oh, this is, it's so obvious. This isn't fun. Yeah. It's so obvious. We'll never talk again. And then when I hear from the person, I'm like, wow, what did you think was happening? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's how I felt with that guy who yelled at me. I'm like, what did you think was happening? Did you think I was psyched about getting yelled at? Like, what are you talking about? I went on a date with a guy one time where, well, I'm very touchy feely and I was like, I'm very flirty. And I like, he would say to me, he was a gorgeous guy. Oh, I, I picked him up very abrasively. I was at some meeting thing and he was like this hot, nubile young actor dude working at some cool restaurant or something. Uh-huh. And I was like, fuck, I need to like go on a date with this guy. So I was like super aggressive and like gave him my number and then we went on a date. And he looked like he like not He Man. He looked like uh, Superman or something mm-hmm. like like off duty or whatever or on duty. Anyway, okay, so we're on the date, and I kept touching his he- his hair, and that was my way of being flirty. And I and so I'd be like, oh my goodness, and I just like put my hand on his head, like you like, and then at one point he grabbed my hand. <gasps> he grabbed my hand. And he went, why do you keep touching my head like that? If uh, could you like not do that? If you were a dude, I would have punched you in the face. And oh I was my like, God. and I went, oh my god, I. I was like, oh my God. And I felt so embarrassed. Like I felt so embarrassed because the reason I was doing that was to like touch him and connect with him. It was just an excuse to touch him. Right. And uh, and I went, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I felt so terrified and just like embarrassed, whatever. And then he just, he, he just tried to act like it was totally fine. And then he had to drive me home. And I just remember being in the car with him and him just thinking everything was normal and fine. But, and like, isn't that fascinating? Cause you're like, there are other ways to phrase that. You yeah. could have been like, Hey, please don't touch my head. You could, you didn't have to be like, if you were dude, I would have punched yeah. you. Oh my God. It was so intense. And so, and he's like, 
and I, he was like, but we're okay now. Everything's fine. He's driving me home. And I was like, I no, just we're felt, not. I just felt completely closed off. Like I was in a dysfunctional, like weird relationship. And I just like, I was like, yeah, um, no, just take me home. And like, uh, anyway, but did you uh, ever talk to him again? Never talked to him again. And then what was the other, and then another time I went on a, a date with a guy that I met, I think like some music manager, some kind of music, whatever. I met him. There's no the reason to tell you that info, but like he was much older than me and we met up at a restaurant and we sat there and he was just so condescending. Like, like I, I could tell he was irritated by how, I don't want to say comfortable I was in my skin, but I was just like, this is me and this is what I'm about or this is what I do. I do a bunch of jobs that fall under the same umbrella and like I, this is my personality. And he was just like, the way he was looking at me, you could tell he was like so bothered. I don't know if you've been in a situation like this where he's just so bothered by like the fact that I seemed okay in my skin or something like he just right. cha- he challenged everything he was like and was so sarcastic and, and condescending and I don't like sarcasm like I love funny people and witty banter and all this stuff but there's like I feel like sarcasm is such a scary dangerous thing but like it's lazy too. It's, it's lazy and it's like I just feel like it's my my therapist says or my uh, he says it's unresolved rage mm-hmm. when somebody is like huh so you're like oh and I also don't like I don't know if you ever experienced this when somebody tries to figure you out and they're telling you who you are, like, have you ever been on a date with a guy and they're like, April? Oh, I guess like the the feminist thing where, oh, so you're like one of these, you know, totalitarian, whatever. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or so you're like all about, and like you can tell somebody's just trying to figure you out and it's like, just be with me. Just yes, like, exactly. Let's, let's coexist. Don't don't try. And to- it's also like I met you five minutes ago. Yeah. Like how you've have me figured out already. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. I mean, I do have to get you out of here sometime. I've had you in here for two hours. I don't want to. I don't want to suck you dry. Oh my god, really? It doesn't even feel that way. Really? Aren't you like burning up? I've turned off all the fans. I mean, I'm Aristotle, sweating, but Aristotle, are you dying? Are you okay? You're dying a little bit. Do you want to turn on a fan now? I mean, we could turn on a fan now. <laughs> um, god forbid. Oh. Um, what's your astrological sign? I mean, I must. I Taurus. Like I, you're a Taurus. May first. What does that mean? I don't know. Me neither. I just like to ask. <laughs> <laughs> it means I was born May first. Yeah, I thought you might know, but uh, and then uh, oh man, well I don't know if this is uh, oh god, um, I do feel like the next thing that's about to blow up, and you don't have to talk about this if you don't want to, or if okay. you don't want to talk about it, but I feel like the next thing that's about to blow up, there's a Weinstein horror stories and everything mm-hmm. but I feel like the next thing is uh, is Louie sure for sure you do yeah yeah and I feel like and I've been talking to people about this and like and and didn't Jen Kirkman isn't she the like isn't she took it back or yeah something? I don't feel comfortable saying anything that's I've heard saying. from multiple women like firsthand things I don't feel comfortable repeating that's them what I'm saying but I agree with you as far as and it's so frustrating because reading the I I'm not trying to be flippant because all of this stuff is horrifying. Yeah. But I'm, when I'm reading it, I'm going, how hard is it to just not touch somebody if they don't want you to touch them? Like, I don't understand. And I know it's power. I know it's all power. And I know it's like toxic masculinity. And I know it's this thing where it's like men. So there are men that think they get to a certain stage of success. And it's like, I'm owed set. Like I've, and I've also felt um, even though I've never been in danger, like physical danger, I've felt the the sort of, um, I did this for you, so now you should do this for me vibe of like, mm, I don't owe you anything. Like, the idea that you can trade anything for sex is like, nope, and like the friend zone thing's annoying where it's like, nope, no such thing. Like, all of that sucks. But I'd hate to think it's going to lead to a world where men think that if they come up to you and say, Hey, would you like to have dinner that we're going to yell and scream about it and call them pervs or, 
it's just how it's such a clear cut thing to me that it's baffling that anyone would be like, well, I don't want to approach a woman because what if? And I'm like, there's no what if. If you don't touch my junk, I won't tell people you're a racist yeah. or a racist, Rac- a rapist. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's pretty clear in that way that it's like, if you're not a creep, I won't tell people you're a creep. And I don't, I hate it so much that men try to act like, oh, there's this gray area. No, there's not gray area. You know, if you're being a creep, yeah. don't be one. Yeah. I love it. So you're taking it to the, you're, you're, you're talking about the fact that it's like everything going on right now, that it's, it's fucking with and, and with, with like well, the relationship just the between attitude, men and women. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if I'm saying something that's. No, you're great. By, it's just, I can't stand, I gotta be honest. I can't stand hearing men talk about it at all. <laughs> When men talk about what? Any when they try to weigh in and give like a hot take on this Weinstein oh, situation, a where I'm like, take. "This is the definition of shut up and listen, dude. The oh, definition of it." You're like, so right. any guy being like, "Well, but well, what if?" Like, no, 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 no buts. Like, you just listen to these women and what they're saying. Yeah. And it's a, a, so frustrating to think that any man's takeaway would be to try to parse the words of a woman instead of going. Hey, why don't you just not be a creep? Like, why don't you listen to what we define as creepy behavior and stop doing it? Yeah. Instead of trying to justify why you should be able to do it in certain situations. Like, no, just don't do it anymore. Yeah. And we won't call you creeps. And then you won't have to worry about it. (laughs) It seems so simple to me. Yeah. And I don't understand. And I, as somebody who is trusting and who has been very lucky in situations where I've met my heroes or I've been with men in positions of power who didn't do things to me, I also refuse to have the responsibility be put on me. Like the wording of like, well, you should know not to go to somebody's hotel room. No, fuck you. You should know to not rape me. Yeah. Like, I'm a friendly person. If I want to hang out with somebody, I should be able to hang out with them and not in the back of my mind go, oh, is this because of X, Y, and Z? And it should just be no, because I'm a cool person and they want to hang out with me yeah so i i cannot stand it being like well she should have known to not do this she should have known to not be at this building she should have known to not do this and it's like no it, it's not on us i want to take people at face value so if a man is like i want to hang out with you whatever the situation is i should be like yes that sounds fun i would like to hang out with you too instead of having to go through a checklist in my mind of does he mean this? Is it this? Do I need to do like, no, it should just be that simple. Yeah. And it's not my responsibility to figure out whether or not he's got CD plans. Yeah. I actually, it bothered me that I asked myself the other day, I was about, I was going to meet up with the guy who was, I wasn't a date, but I was going to meet up with this guy and I was wearing a crop top. I'm very into crop tops lately. Sure. And I thought, Oh, maybe I shouldn't wear that because I don't want him to think I want to have sex with him. And I went, Oh my God, right. why do I have to think about this? Like, because we're made to feel like it's our responsibility to think about that. Yeah, I was like, if I wear this, he'll think I'm flirting with him and that I want to have sex with him, and I don't. So I should probably change the crop top. But then I, I wore the crop top anyway, and then just went, what does it mean that I'm asking myself that? And uh, oh, here's another weird thing I do: I want to hang out and watch a movie with this guy friend of mine, or that I'm like that I've slept with and I'm making out with. I want to watch a movie with him. This is a very none. You don't have to. I'm telling you this stuff. Um, <laughs> Oh God, it's too revealing. But so I would love to have sex with him again and watch a movie with him. And I know he wants to watch a movie with me. Right. But I, I tweezed my bikini line and I, you tweezed Well, it. no, I tweezed, well, well, I, I like, I, I went mental. I was like, I don't know. I have OCD and I like tweezed my bikini line and I left like 
I made, I, I like did damage to myself in a little bit. I've got like little like, um, like ingrown hairs or something. Like I fucked with, I tried to get ingrown hairs and I've got like three marks that are like, I don't want to say scabs, but like they're like, I know they're, exactly what you mean. Like, it's a bummer down yes. there. So and I'm like, fuck, now I've like ruined my bikini area and I want to hang out with this guy and have sex with him and make out. But I now I don't want to have sex because I don't want to see my privates because I don't want him to see like three bikini line ingrown hair like scab vibes like by there. So now I'm trying not to hang out at all because I'm afraid like if if I hang out with him and we can we only make out and we don't have sex, he'll be disappointed. Yeah, but why wouldn't you just tell him about my bikini line? Yeah, really? I was gonna lie and say I'm, I'm curious. Don't a- don't ask me for advice. No, I'm, I'm asking you for advice. Tell me what to do. Because I would be. I'd be like, look, I tried to shave my junk. It didn't go great. It's a little bumpy. It's not even, but it's like also three, dudes do yeah. not care about they that. They don't. I they do not at all. Really, you guys take a look. Just kidding. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like, and I with. don't look again. I very. I just remember when I dated. This is why are we saying all these things? Tell me. No, I went to go. I don't wax my junk. You don't. No, nope. we gotta hang out. I'm gonna wax you. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I shave. It's tidy, okay. fellas. It's, it's tidy, it's but I don't camp. wax it. Okay. But I did one time. I went because I was like, I'm an adult lady. I guess I'm supposed to get my beef waxed. Wow. So I went and it was the most painful thing I've ever done in my life. I will never do it again. I love it. Like, I don't think don't it really care. matters men as long care. as it's clean. As long as it's clean. Yeah. Oh, boy. But I would. I would just say, I feel that way. If I, I have like all these, I've broken out more lately than I ever have in my entire life. I'm talking about scabs near my vagina. I know, but I mean, I also have them. Uh, yeah, but I would just say it's a shaving accident. Yeah, it's clearly not. You, you'd see, whatever. But I'll tell them. I mean, I wouldn't know. say you've been plucking. Well, I would just would say, like, yeah, I cut myself shaving. Cut myself shaving in these three very specific parts that are gnarly. Or even say you're plucking. I don't think there's any... Listen, yeah, and now it's charming. Now it's like a charming thing where it's like, here's the deal. I know, like, I feel like I have to have sex with you, but I'm also embarrassed. I don't want to see this. I'd rather keep my undies on. I don't want to disgust you. I'm a monster. I'd rather, like, make it really big and hyperbolic so he'd be like, relax. And I'm like, okay. But He's not going to care. Nobody's going to care. But also it's like, why do I feel, like, obligated to have sex? It's so weird. But I do want to have sex. You want to. You're I not do. obligated to. Yeah, I'm not obligated to. But it's just interesting that if he came over or a guy came over, I'd feel bummed because I'd be like, oh, he came over with the expectation of sex. And since we've already had sex, we can't just take it back to just making out because I'm not having my period. I don't. I go it's years without having sex. I'm the last person you should ask for advice on how to approach. I don't have casual experience. You don't have casual experiences. Oh, boy. I go literally years at a time without having no. sex. Um, do you watch the show Gigolos? No. Have you seen? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, because Buff Bagwell is on it, and I like wrestling. Who's that? He's on Gigolos, right? I just remember reading about it, but I've never seen the show. But he's a re- he used to be a wrestler. Wait, and he's a prostitute? And he's now a gigolo, I think, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I just love this show because it's so funny because all the it's like a reality show where all the male prostitutes in Vegas are friends by day and they're hanging out by the pool having a chat right and then at night they go off and like you know like have sex with girls Mm -hmm. but their approach is so different because they've got to like connect emotionally and they right have one it's like such a different thing where it's like a woman like they chat what's going on with a woman does she want a massage like what's what do you what are you noticing and right what's what are you feeling and then then they ease it into sex and then but it's so funny and they're so in tune um yeah this makes me want to watch magic mike Again, like I was talking oh, about yeah. hot babes and stuff like that. Hell yeah. And there's some show called, um, 
Oh God, Hollywood men. Have you heard about this? Mm-hmm. Nobody will go to this with me. Maybe it's just like too dorky. Or, oh, it's a live like it's a, a live thing? show. It's a live show in Hollywood, and it's called Hollywood Men, and it's like kind of like the Magic Mike show. And I'm like such a loser. Well, have you gone to Vegas to go to the Magic I, Mike one? Yes, I have. And one of those guys who look like not Channing Tatum, but look like the younger guy. Oh God. Oh, Alex Pettifer. Yes. So there's a dude who looks like Alex Pettifer at least like a few years ago who performs in Vegas. And I got my photo with all the guys on my friend's like thing. And that dude gave me his number. We exchanged numbers. And then he got off work at like three in the morning. But then I didn't meet up with him. And I should have. Right. I like you just like white. <laughs> no, because I, <laughs> just, kidding, I like, just feel like my lipstick's running or something. Oh, no, it's perfect. It's great. Thank you. Um, so wait, so you didn't meet up with him? I didn't meet up with him. And it's not a huge regret in my life. But I would like to go to the Hollywood Men show in Los Angeles to see what we're dealing with there because I think it would be so funny because I like the idea of like objectifying men or right. I guess they're objectifying themselves but uh, but nobody will go with me. I'll I, go with you. Where you, is it? Um, it's like it's on Hollywood Boulevard. I'll find it. I'll text you the info. Is but it it's like, in a strip club? Like I don't understand it's a, uh, the venu- what the venue is. I don't is. know. Listen. Okay, I'll find out. <laughs> I need details. We, we need the details. Um, yeah. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so this is uh, let me wrap this. Let me try to land this plane gracefully. But uh, about how talking about how we love male strippers. We love male strippers and men who look like Channing Tatum. Um, Checking my notes, my copious notes. Oh, no drugs. Oh, bikini line. Touch. I actually had a note to mention that. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. That is hilarious. That's how conversational I am. All right, let's see. Oh, oh, are you religious at all or no? Um, yeah, I believe in God, definitely. You do? Yeah, absolutely. Like, different from how your parents believe in God? Or? Yes, because I don't think... I mean, we've had arguments about this, too, because my parents are very, very religious. Wait, where's your dad, though? You have a stepdad. Oh, my real dad bounced. He's dead. He bounced when I was, like, three. He bounced and then died. Yeah. Where did he, how'd he die? None of my business. Cancer. Oh, my God. Exactly how I'll die. I know it. Yeah. So what? I know that from him. He died of pancreatic cancer when I was, like, 22, but I never... You don't even know him. I hung out with them maybe five times in my whole life. Yeah. So I didn't know him. Okay. So it wasn't, I mean, it's like a bummer, but not, I didn't go to his funeral or anything. I didn't know him at all. Yeah. But, um, yeah, my mom is super religious and we do have arguments about this because she's very much the, like, I, I don't want to go into this too much only cause I'm not trying to shit on my, my mom is not, my mom's lovely. Welcome to the shitting on your mom portion uh, of the show. And well, that's go. the thing is we have a difficult relationship now, but she's in no way like, I had a great childhood of great memories. Like she's great. We're you've never met two different people than us, but I think it's funny. Yeah. I'm like, isn't it funny that you're a total 180 for me? And she's bummed about it. And yeah, sh- there are better ways she could tell me or not tell me at all, which is what I keep saying. I'm like, <laughs> just be quietly embarrassed to me. You don't need to announce it to me. Cause I'm nothing's changing on this end. Yeah. And so we've had arguments that way. And I know, you know, she's my mom. I know her well. I know where this is coming from. And, an interesting thing about her is she's so obsessed. Like she succumbs to peer pressure. I'm like, you're in your sixties. You act like you're 16. Cause her friends, she's so embarrassed because all of her religious friends will call her and go, she doesn't watch me on anything on oh purpose. Cause oh, she's wow. like, I don't want to see you curse or say bad words. And I'm like, that's great. Like, don't watch me on anything. But her friends will call her and be like, Oh, well, April said the F word, you know, on admit and I, and so then my mom calls me and is like, so-and-so saw you. And I'm like, okay. And then she just talks about how embarrassing it is to her friends. And I'm like, I'm not clear on why you care what your friends think. You're in your 60s. Like, what do you, I don't understand how I'm having this conversation with somebody who's not in high school. What are you talking about? And, um, 
Yeah, it's that sort of thing where we have arguments because I'm like, I don't think God cares if I cuss. I think he has other priorities. And people saying bad words is not high up on it. He invented those bad words. And it's the thing where I'm like, and your religious ass friends sure love gossiping, which I don't think is the thing he's on board with. Totally. Like it's super hypocritical and she fails to recognize that. But she's definitely, I do want to say she's not a person who like hates gay people and all that kind of stuff. Don't pick at your fingers, your beautiful fingers. Uh, I just have, it's on my thumb. I do that too. But she's not like, um, you know, anti-gay marriage or she's not like a Westboro Baptist church person. Yeah. But she's definitely a very proper Southern belle who clutches her pearls at every opportunity. Yeah. And I find that so frustrating. But you believe in God in a different way than her a little bit. You're just more, uh, or you're afterlife or anything like that. Yeah, for sure. I do think that there are fundamental things that I believe in. But I don't think, like I said, I just don't. The idea of a God who is like cares about who we fuck and stuff is yeah. just what are you talking Some about? Jerky, judgmental God. Yeah. Yeah. And most of the Bible is the opposite of that anyway. That's what I often get in arguments with my mom about because it's classic like Jesus was a socialist kind of shit that my mom doesn't want to hear. Yeah. Why does the word Jesus make me freak out, but God doesn't? Do you ever notice that? Like the word Jesus sometimes makes you go, (gasps) like if somebody uses the word Jesus, if they're very into Jesus and they say that word a lot, I'm more like inclined to be like, oh, you know, scary. Well, you're you're from here, right? I'm born born, and raised here. Yeah. So, So, I mean, in the South, it's it's no big deal. Yeah. Okay. I did a guy from Texas. And then when I went home with him for uh, for for Halloween for Thanksgiving no for Christmas he had a family Halloween wow that's <laughs> for Christmas he was Pugsley Adams it was Pugsley Adams it was very exciting I don't know why it didn't work out um but uh, we had to sleep in separate rooms and I remember being like oh me too yeah I just was like because I'm like a Hollywood like latchkey kid like my my yeah. bus stop is like right across the street by Toy Thai so I was like born and raised in Hollywood and I just with no religion my dad's Jewish and my mom's whatever we had a Christmas tree and but like I'm whatever so that having those rules like that where it's like separate rooms. I was like, I'm not comfortable. I was like, what is this? It was so bizarre to me. But uh, I had that. I'm just so used to it. Yeah. The last guy, that guy I dated, who was like 10 years old. So he's like 48 and he came to meet my parents and they were like, yeah, you have to sleep in separate rooms. And he was like, what? I told him ahead of time. I'm like, I already know like what's going to happen. So I'm just used to it. Um, Side note, side note with Morrissey. It's really weird because I used to not like Morrissey, but I don't. This is not. I don't want to start a fight because I like Morrissey. I'm love, on my way out. No, listen. I'm not seeing him anymore. What? I'm not going to go see him live anymore. Why? He's too old now. No, there's a lot of complicated reasons that you don't have two more hours. I Morrissey is a subject that I could talk about on an academic level. She'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay. Because I've just devoted so much of my life and read so many books, and I've seen him live 120 times. Oh my god! But now he's said some really shitty things. Really shitty things about like immigrants and like vaguely racist kind of shit and is just kind of like becoming a grumpy racist grandpa it's not cool and it's really breaking my heart and so it's a thing where i'm like i don't know if you're the same dude from when i was in high school i don't know if you're that guy anymore and i don't really want to go see him live anymore yeah i don't blame you yeah well, my bizarre relationship with Morrissey, I've seen him one time in person at a party. Oh, no, twice at, 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 at parties. One time he was like, and I knew how meaningful it was. It wasn't, it wasn't, shouldn't have been so meaningful to me because I, I, I was never like a Morrissey, huge Smith or Morrissey But person. he's also just a person who walks in the room and commands, like everyone goes, yeah, oh, because like you know, the air out of it. Yeah, because yeah. you, you're like, oh my God, there's Morrissey. This, yes. this has to be meaningful. It yes. just is because it's meaningful to my best friend standing next to me and like, I'm with her and I love her and this is crazy and I'm on board or whatever. But, uh, but I... A weird thing that I would notice would be, I'd be like, oh, I'm not that into the Smith. Maybe I said it'd just be a dick because all my friends love Morrissey and the Smiths. Uh, 
I wouldn't be that into them. And then if I would go out of town and I find myself in some other town on a job or just visiting or whatever, and I'd be at like the Goodwill or something, or I'd be feeling like out of my element, if a Morrissey song would come on, I'd go, oh, right. I feel better. Now I feel understood. Now I feel cozier because a Morrissey song's on. Like, so it'd be so weird. So I'd have to be like elsewhere for one of his songs to come on. And then I'd be like, that's my people. Well, and also growing up here, he's like your hometown dude almost. Is he? No, he's not. Yes, he plays. This is like his adopted hometown. And he plays here way more than he plays anywhere else on the planet. Yeah. I When I was growing up, liking him was like a weird thing that um, I got made fun of. And then when I moved here, I'm like, everyone loves him here because he's like the adopted mascot. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see that. I could see you being like, oh, I'm just surrounded by this guy all the time. And then when you leave, you hear I'm like, oh. you hear the sounds of home. Exactly. Yeah. Do you like Russell Brand? Because they were yeah. already, you do? They're like best friends. They're, he's such a babe. I wish yeah. he would cut his hair. He's married with a kid now. I'm just saying. I can still have a crush. How dare you? Um, so what's next? What's going on with you? Career? Are you on tour? Are you? Are I'm going out of town this weekend, actually, to open for Chris Hardwick. You are? Uh, we're going to San Diego. Then I'm doing a show in portland on november 5th november 6th it's that sunday i think it's november 5th in portland and it's like this live podcast thing we're going to talk about music it's going to be rad so i'm going to do that um and that's it as of now but don't you have like 20 podcasts you do no i just started a new i did go bayside where i watched every episode of say by the bell and dissected it but that ended a couple years ago like i watched all of them so yeah. i'm done i just started a new one with my friend millie called sorted details what about where what? it's just us tooling on stuff i love that where can we find that that just started you and yeah millie? we just you yeah. mentioned her like 12 times during the podcast she's my best it. friend since i was 14 and yeah. she just moved here from atlanta and she's the funniest person i've ever met oh my god please so. don't stop this podcast it sounds like right up my alley Sorted yeah. details. Sorted details. Sortedpodcast.com. It's on iTunes and all that kind of shit too. Oh my god, how many episodes? We've only done two so far. It just started. You guys just chatting, just just talking about everything. Yeah, it's just which sound. Please believe I realize how boring of a description that is. No, but it's like, not. I riff with her better than anybody on the planet. So it is just us talking about. Like the first episode is us debating Tom Cruise because I like Tom Cruise and she hates him. I love it. I, I don't care if he's weird and Scientology and whatever. He's such a fucking great movie star. Thank you. I would that's fucking marry stance. him. I would marry him. See, that's you. You lose me. Uh, that, you lose stance. me. This. Okay, I wouldn't because Katie Holmes is very likable and no, I don't no, know no, what no. happened there. I, but my stance is that he is a great movie star because she's like he's like a robot and I go yes exactly designed to entertain us perfectly like he does yeah. exactly what a robot is streamlined to do. I don't find him attract. I'm like. The leading man thing is lost on me because I don't want to fuck Tom Cruise, but okay. like yeah, he's an awesome movie star and is really fun to watch. I take what I said back. <laughs> I just want you to be my friend and like me. Okay? <laughs> I love and, you. And You're actually, great. Okay, okay good. You, it's okay if you fuck Tom Cruise. I would not think I'm any not, less of you. I'm not going. I'm not going to, I mean. I've got all those scabs in my bikini line. <laughs> but uh, your hands, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. um, oh, man. All right. So, okay. We can find all everything about you online. Uh, yes. With, uh, where? What's your AprilRichardson.com. AprilRichardson.com. We yes. got your astrological sign very important yeah. stuff single we talked about dating um hold on don't go i feel like i have something hanging out of my nose do i i don't think so okay i wish no you're perfect uh, guilty as charged okay just scrolling through andre highland's notes on you her facebook posts are my favorite to read the way she tells these random stories crack me up 
Um, what are these stories you're always telling? I'm banned from Facebook for a while. Banned? Because I posted a screen grab of Lady Gaga topless from her documentary and they banned me for 30 days. I can't post, I can't comment, I can't do anything. So it's just like so infuriating. But uh, that's funny. That's funny that he says that. I haven't been on since August because of a self-imposed, like I'm just trying to be off of the internet as much. Yeah. And so I've like set my own rules. But no, oh, because I just also just go talk to people all the time. Like anytime... I just like talking and talking to strangers and I'll, I just all, I find myself in situations where like weird shit happens. Cause I'll just go up to strangers and be like, Hey, what's up? And so I'm trying to think of the last one. I, yeah. So it's just things like that. Like where I'll talk to people on planes and I'll be like, Oh, uh, listen to what this guy said. Or, and then I'll, yeah, I'll, I write them on Facebook also partially for me to not forget where I'm going to be like, listen to this crazy shit that happened today. Cause I want to remember it. And, and it's pretty funny that he says that, and now I can't even... But I haven't looked at Facebook in months. Well, apparently Andre Highland is your number one That's fan. That's rad. And, uh, oh. No, that's fantastic. And, I mean, in general, uh, you know, I go in there to, like, ask for... I'll, I'll I'll talk about a situation that happened to me and be like, is this weird or is this not weird? Like, yeah. things like that. Yeah. I want to use... Uh, I, I try to use Facebook for, like, whatever, for the same reasons to get advice. Now I can't do anything on there. It's just so irritating. I didn't realize that now that like Facebook has me where they want me. It's really annoying. They so punish me. How does that work? Are you going to get an email that's like, you can come back now? I don't know. I just got to keep checking. I don't think I have like 19 more days. I don't know what the fuck, but... Um, that's weird. It is weird and irritating. But, uh, oh man, I think I'm... Who lo- re- that also means somebody reported you. Oh yeah. Fuck that Which asshole. is so, so annoying. annoying. So annoying. People have done that to my Instagram and I'm like, yeah. who's the fucking hall monitor yeah. that reported yeah. whatever this was? Yeah. yeah. Do you Insta stories live or do you Insta stories I've never done once. No, I've you've never, never done it. You never Insta storied? Never. And everyone what? yells at me when I tell all my girlfriends are like, that's the new way dudes can holler at you. That's the new way dudes can. I've heard from I'm- multiple dudes that Wait. they're like, that's how I date now. Commenting on Insta stories. I didn't even think of it that way. I'm, but I've never. What? There's it's nothing so in my life exciting we're enough gonna, to videotape. We're gonna, yes, your whole life is exciting. It's to videotape. not. Oh my god. Ninety percent of my life is sitting on my couch reading a book. Oh my god, we are Insta storiesing live with April Richardson. Hi, April Richardson, hot babeler. Okay, so she never Insta stories live, so we got to make her do it. Stop covering. Your I've, face. Ne- I, I've never felt older. Do you? No, you look gorgeous. Do you promise to start living? No, I will make no such promise. Oh, boy. Hold on. I'm tagging you on this, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Amazing uh, podcast fodder right here. Here we go. Um, let's see. Oh, God. Your hands are so beautiful, too. Wow. Thank you. Um, okay. So, I mean, I got to keep doing this. Yeah. So, you don't necessarily have to insta-stories live, but you got to start insta-storying. Okay. What are things that I'm supposed to Insta-story? Like anything. You're living your life. You're going to get so addicted to it. It's so fun. It's like keeping like a video diary and like people to, and like you, you, okay, hold on. I'm, we're going to run out of time. 15 seconds. Okay, hold okay, on. okay. Hold on. Um, all right. I'm doing it now. You'll see yourself on mine. Okay. So you're going to, you're going to, you're going to be afraid to Insta-stories too much because you're going to think, oh my God, it's too much content I'm putting out into the world, but only good things will happen the more you Insta stories because people it's like having your own channel people will be like what is she up to now it's just Insta stories I don't nonstop. It'll just be like here's me reading a book like mm. that's all it's gonna be oh boy just trust me <laughs> just trust me if anything if we've learned anything today or if we've helped in any way it's okay so this is the takeaway from today okay you're gonna Insta stories now alright because it's the future I will think about and it you're cool you're youthful you're hot you're living your life you're Thank funny you. you're strong you're a badass and the second thing that's a takeaway for both of us is don't come for the guy. Yeah. Let the guy come for you. All right? Mm-hmm. You're single. I'm single. We're living our lives. Do you want to have a kid? 
No. No. You don't have a kid. Mm-mm. Oh, good. Well, we're fine. Should I get filler? Do you? I don't know. Um, I was like going to my filler. <laughs> no, person. don't get filler. Don't get filler. Where would you even my need smile it? Smile lines. I get so I have like twenty something year old friends who are like getting filler and all this stuff, and I'm just I like, do too, and I'm like I can't. Really? I also don't like needles. I don't. You don't I'll like needles? I'll stay scared of it. All right. I know filler. You have perfect skin. Okay. You have perfect skin. How dare you? Get the fuck out of here. I can't believe it. Okay. So wait, we're not coming for the guy. What else are we learning? You have a website. Yes. That's where all the info can be found. If everybody who's fallen in love with you today, they want more of you. They know where to go. Yeah. Follow you on social media, on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. Separate handles. Yeah. Because when I got Twitter, every version of April was taken. So it's A-P-A-P-E-Y. Because every version of my first and middle name was taken. And then Instagram is April Rich. April Rich. Um, yeah, I think I do want a baby, but I'm thinking like, I'm not ready for one. So I'm thinking maybe in like when I'm 46, I'll try to adopt. Right. Because. Why have specific, 46 is so specific. Because I'm 36 now and I just feel like I've got 10 years worth of more stuff. But okay. who knows what's going to happen really. I don't know. But you, you don't. Yeah, I'm not into kids. You don't want kids. You don't want to get married again, but you would have a boyfriend, right? I'm open to even getting married again, but not. It's. I am definitely not like. Oh my god, I can't wait. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like right time, right place, right dude. Sure, but it's definitely not a goal. Yeah, I just want to meet somebody I laugh with mm-hmm. and I want to spend time with that I want to make time for to be with so we could go on a road trip together and it wouldn't be like, oh god, we're in this car together. Yeah, me too. I mean, that's I've. I've dated dudes who've like told me I'm annoying and stuff. So I kind of want somebody what? who's just like patient with the fact that I'm into a lot of weird stuff and I want to do a lot of weird stuff. And I don't, I'm also not a person that needs to be with the dude at all times. Like I am so cool with like, I'll go see this show and you go do your thing and we don't have to hang out 24 hours a day, but I guess I need somebody who doesn't think that's weird. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're only children, but I want a lot of nice sex, good sex, well, sure. laughing, respect, <laughs> Both have curiosity and are driven. Yeah. Anthony Bourdain's taken them, but that's fine. I'm excited here today. Anyway, um, is there anything to add to this? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, do you regret doing this podcast? Not at all. Well, good. That was the right answer. That'd be really weird if you were like, yeah, actually. Yes, I do. Erase all of it. God damn it. Um, And I've sweat out a ton, so I feel like we may have lost seven pounds. Yeah, I I have too. Well, you're wasting away. You look great, but uh, I wouldn't mind. uh, Anyway, okay. So, well, thank you for being on my podcast. Of course. Anytime. Uh, Bye, April. Bye. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 